Hello, everybody. We are back. The next episode of the Irrelevant Podcast. Really excited to talk about this one today with my boy Jason, as always. Hey, yo. Let's go, man. Uh, so, how you doing today, man? You know what? Solid 8 out of 10. That's pretty great. That's a rock solid score. Yep. Rock hard, rock solid, ready to do this. <laughs> nice. So, um, I think we're just going to get right into it. Sure. So Jason and I watched the 2006 film Apocalypto by Mel Gibson. Um, so it is about a young man and what we are led to believe. I know there's a bunch of historical inaccuracies and we'll, uh, I, I know that that's there, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> so through what we're led to believe is the Mayan Empire, right? And it's in, it the, and it's, in its declining years. Um, and so this guy, along with a bunch of the members of his village are are kidnapped by the people in the main uh in like the central Mayan city. And uh yeah, and he, <laughs> a bunch of shit happens. Uh spoilers, I guess. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spoilers for a two thousand six movie. Yeah, so it's been like 27 years no 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 17 years sorry <laughs> not 27 <laughs> so what did you think jason of apocalypto watching it this time uh, like you hadn't seen it in a while right yeah i haven't seen it in years i actually kind of forgot how creepy it was too <laughs> right um it's it's very creepy very yeah it's disturbing in a lot of places oh yeah um very eerie and which i really liked because re-watching it now i noticed that that like fear that was like one of the big themes of the movie um because remember his dad before he was slaughtered by one of the the invading tribes was telling his son like you know you have a lot of fear and like you need to just let that go because the fear is gonna just it's gonna kill you right and then he had that um there was that other man remember in in the um in the forest who his village had just got attacked by the central Mayan city. Right. And he's like, like they're, they're coming, man. Like you gotta be scared. Right. And I just, I, I really liked that constant theme of fear and just like, you're just, you're, there's never like a moment of, of like relief, I guess. Like other than the point where he's about to be sacrificed to the gods and then he ends up not being, that was like the only point of relief really before the end (laughs) right other than that the movie after the whole village attack part happens and they get kidnapped and they're taken like all to the central mayan city there is it's there, there there's no um like breath almost it's it's very yes very creepy very eerie very um electric you know it's lots of of spice you know oh yeah um the energy in this movie is just insane um yeah it's a wild ride all the way through that's why i like it a lot yes yeah i I figured i figured you did like it (laughs) um now I, i i must say uh even though i already just started talking about like right off the bat this movie has it, it absolutely has like one of 
the best costume designs I've ever seen in a movie. I don't like. I think it might be the best. Yeah, like, no, the it was very vivid, and I remember you made the point about how it has that fuzzy kind of documentary style, and even like in that style, everything just looks so crisp, which is very weird to say. Right, it almost, yeah, I know it's not exactly historically accurate, but it did feel almost like real. Um, you didn't really get any, any like cinematic, so to speak, shots up until you get to the actual like main city. Uh, which yeah, I guess, like, the... in, in, <laughs> right, like, the way that shot and all of, like, the way the camera moved up until, like, I remember when it, when they first show you, like, the, the top of the pyramid with the king and, like, all of his, like, occult leaders and everything like that, it just kind of pans up, and you just see, like, the guy, like, this, the occult leader, like, he has his hand over, like, you just see, like, he's just putting it over the crowd, like, he has the control and everything, you just feel, like, that power, you know, um, for lack of a better term, um, like, just that aura that he has over the entire people of the city um and you just his mask and like the feathers and the cloaks and everything it's so mesmerizing all the detail and all the just the the variety you get like it's not just the same thing just with slight different variations you know um i loved how you could really see how they weren't like just this kind of homogenous thing it was there's like there's the different tribes and there's the different classes and everything and the cast within the civilization i really liked how you could see that in the clothing um oh and and the the mate like the chief of the the invading tribe that 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 guy was so cool yeah he's what you think of when you think of like a aztec warrior a mayan warrior Right, yeah, like that. You, he, yeah, he exemplifies that, like that glorified image of, of, um, of like that, yeah, that that Central American and like Mexican, indigenous culture, right? Yeah. Um. And I, I know, I, I have heard from people that apparently the the costumes are not entirely accurate, and that's no fine. <laughs> but right, right, yeah, I'm like sure, but like for the movie's sake, it looks cool, so. Yeah, then I was reading back up on that again because I couldn't remember the biggest con. I thought the biggest controversy was obviously this isn't supposed to dictate, you know, Mayan culture back in the day with all the human sacrifices because the Aztecs are really the ones that did that more. I don't even know if the Mayans did that. And the other thing being how, like, the Spanish did not arrive at the height of Mayan civilization. Like, most of the major cities and civilizations have collapsed. Obviously, they fought with, like, Mayan speaking people. Um, with the language of Maya, but not like the whole civilization of them. So obviously the movie's not meant to be taken literally. And I guess the, the biggest thing above all was that just portraying the, um, the Mayans as savages, like perpetuating that colonial idea. But I mean, if you look in the movie, they were highly organized. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, cause it's like, well, savage in like what sense, you know, like they, I mean, like human sacrifice that that's like unjustifiable like i'm sorry and like i'm not saying that that like you know because every culture has something worthy of respect but also every culture has something that is not worthy of respect right um, yeah, i mean this is how it was back then everyone's fucking brutal back then you can't hold those standards to modern times so i don't right. know but again i you don't you definitely don't i mean i don't people really have a hard on for historical accuracy in movies especially if it's not supposed to be that way like it didn't say inspired by true events it wasn't a historical recap there were no as far as i could 
remember there were no actual historical figures that were in this movie i think they're all made up people it's it's just like historic it's like historically inspired fiction yeah so like it it's i don't know like i i get why people are mad at it but at the same in the same breath get over it (laughs) yeah because i'm like the movie itself it's just like for what it is it's fantastic um i know like yeah the thing you said about the whole human sacrifice that's why like a lot of like people when they saw it they they thought that the civilization they were kidnapped like like that the civil the civilization that kidnapped the the main tribe who we who we saw and brought them to their city a lot of people thought that that was that was supposed to be the aztecs but the problem is that like over there they were speaking mayan too yeah (laughs) right so like it's like okay well whatever um yeah and also like to the spanish thing i know that that's like probably like 400 years off (laughs) oh (laughs) but um i i like that part of the movie not because of oh the this is the moment of when the spanish came right right but um I like it because of like what it signified and how like the whole you see how like his the whole struggle he went through, how he escaped from the city and ran all that time for like he ran for like probably I think it was like two days or something like that, just nonstop. And now he just comes up to the shore, right, and the guy's chasing him and they both they all see the the ships coming and you know it's 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 all like it makes their struggle like obsolete. And I, I, I you know, you like that like for for good for better or for worse, right? Um, but I just liked like what that signified and that that paradigm shift of of culture, you know. Yeah, and also the fact that he could sense that the the aliens on the big wooden boats were inherently dangerous. So he was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna go deep into the forest." <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it was necessarily that. I guess it was just like we don't know what the fuck that is, and I just ran like we were separated and we both died for like I was, you know. So like let's just let's just chill over here. <laughs> well, if you think about it from this perspective, right? You come from a smaller village, and I don't think they, I don't know if they had the perspective in the movie from their point of view if they knew that massive civilization existed or if they, because it seemed like they had no idea what was happening. They had never heard of these other um, tribes and this big Mayan civilization before, right, and so this was a whole new thing to them because they just were looking surprised and shocked at everything that they experienced, especially you know getting paid in blue and getting your head fucking rolled off <laughs> down the stairs. But yeah, talk about like, which is, we were saying like the creepy stuff, like, yeah. And it's, and it's not even a horror movie, which is really, which makes it even that much cooler in my, in my opinion. I love movies that can do that. Cause a lot of times those kind of things end up being scarier than horror movies, you know? Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, precisely. And, that's what I'm saying. So if you look at it from their perspective, they went to this massive city. They said all this shit that they've never seen before, and all of it was bad. So I can imagine, like, you escape all that. Then you go to the coastline. You see these big wooden fucking vessels that you've never seen before in your life. I don't think your fir- like your first thought is going to be, oh, this is friendly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that that's just natural. Like, you're just going to be like, wait, what the fuck is that? Like, it's shock. You know? I, I'm out, like, bitch. What? Peace. Right, yeah. Um... But, um, yeah, and, and, and like I was saying, how you, in the beginning of the movie, like, it's just that small little tribe, the, 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 the way that the film looks, is it just, it looks like it has that documentary feel, mm-hmm. right? But when they go to, like, the sophisticated civilization and everything, and the city, like, every, like, the, it, the film looks a lot more cinematic, 
and Do I don't think know if that was inherent intentional choice? or not. Oh, yeah, that's I don't, the I don't, jinx. <laughs> right, I don't. <laughs> yeah, jinx. I don't know, but I think it still works in the movie's favor, and it ha- gives it another little like layer of richness, you know. And oh, I just I love the way it's shot when like just you see them go through the entire like cast structure, and then they're painted by all of those like weird like whatever ladies that you know they just put all the blue paint and then you see him go through the like the little you know hallway and then you see, you see the paintings on the sides of like the pe- the the blue painted people like you know being sacrificed getting their heads cut off and all that stuff and their hearts ripped out and they they're just like and they all look at each other like shit <laughs> like they all know that they're like toast <laughs> I think maybe like in my mind the point of that being when you first watch them you're like oh this is going to be one of those foreign films it's not that you know, the production is in gray. It's going to be like one of those little, you know, not a happy-go-lucky um, movie, but something like unifying about it. And then as the movie progresses, it just gets more ominous and just more <laughs> creepy and just like worse and worse in terms of, you know, life for these guys. So, I, I mean, in my mind, that's the only potential reason for it. I'm sure there's others. I'm not a cinematographer of cinephile or whatever the fuck you say it, but... But yeah, no, I I like the movie a lot for that simple fact. It's just I I like movie, especially you know if you can make a great movie and none of it's in your native language, that's I think is a big testament. Yeah, no, that's because yeah, I'm just imagining directing those people, um, because I know a lot of them were Native American, but I don't know if those because a lot of those people probably speak English too. You know. Well, I mean, I, they. It, I I don't know what like were they actually speaking some sort of Mayan language or I don't even know yeah, what. Like, yeah, they they they're speaking Mayan. Okay. Most I don't know. like most of the people weren't actually Mayan. Like they had to learn it. Well, no, I I, I assume not. I just, I didn't know if the language they actually spoke in the movie was close to actual Mayan because I don't know how many yeah. people can speak Mayan or not. People still speak Mayan in okay. Guatemala. In like Guatemala and then like I think a little bit of um Honduras and, and a little bit of like the Yucatan and in, in Mexico. Okay. And I know as I understand it, there is a bunch of dialects, but there is like a uniform kind of thing that was developed. Um to like preserve the language. Um and I actually I have some Guatemalan friends here that, that do know how to speak the Mayan language. What's crazy to me is how you can have a language that is spread out across different tribes and i i know there's different dialects but just how you have a bunch of warring tribes that somehow speak the same language like that's always that concept's always been interesting to me i i don't know how accurate that is because that was a big step because i don't think a lot of these tribes did i don't really think they can understand each other interesting because that's kind of what constituted like an a people like was the language and like if you weren't part of the tribe like you didn't i don't like you didn't speak the same language i don't think so i wonder which tribe was the dominant one that people speak the modern day version of mayan or like the historical one that they can look at because if they're looking at multiple different tribes i don't know if they bastardize them into one language from all of them or if it's taken specifically from one tribe i mean they do that with greek but what they bastardize like different tribal greek phrases into one modern greek no no like all of ancient greek is there's like a bunch of different dialects of ancient greek because there's like the attic greek in athens and then you got the doric greek and you got the koine greek which was like the that's the greek that the bible is is written in where it's or in the new testament where that was like the unif that was the 
the universal Greek that everyone understood. So that's why they're like, all right, let's write it in this language because everyone will understand that. Right. And then there's there's the Homerian Greek, which literally only appears in Homer's writings. Interesting. Homerian. Um, right, but we all just kind of put it under the blanket of ancient Greek, you know. And but it's it's easier to do that because that was it was written down right with the same alphabet and everything, right? Um, whereas these like indigenous languages weren't written down. The vast majority of them were, at least, because I know the Mayan, um, the Mayan language was written in hieroglyphics but a lot of them were destroyed in like the the conquests by the spanish and everything right um so we just don't there's a lot that we just don't know about the linguistic like culture of the like pre-columbian era yeah i'm always fascinated to learn stuff like that i actually don't remember a lot of the stuff about the mayans that i learned in school I just know they were way before the Aztecs. I think the Olmecs were before them, and I don't remember anything about the Toltecs. Um, the, Ol- the Olmecs, the um, the Olmecs, I think, are the oldest people that we know of. Yeah. Um, they actually come from, I think, El Salvador. <laughs> Got the jungle engines there. Um, oh yeah, man. Um, but, you know, going back to the to the movie i um the, the cast was great because like i said i mean obviously oh yeah they spoke yeah. words throughout most of the movie but there, there there wasn't that much dialogue in the movie and that's i always thought it was a great i love that yeah, yeah it's a great thing as an actor to make an audience connect to you with your facial expressions or your movements or just like the situations that you end up in even though you don't speak too many words so especially with the main character like he i think the most that he spoke was like in the first scene of the movie when he's like fucking with the dude and it made him eat like bull testicles or wild boar or tapir, whatever the fuck the animal was. Right. And then he, I, I remember when he's being chased and everything and then he, he jumps off the waterfall and they think he's dead, but then he just gets up and he just like yells like, I am like a proud warrior and everything. Other than that. Yeah. He doesn't, he just makes like small little comments, but a lot of it, yeah, it's just glances and facial expressions. Um, yeah, the, like you could literally watch this movie with the sound off, and you could like you could understand everything that's happening, and that that really is a big testament to how um, important it is to you know for for the cinematography of a movie to be good. Like you can't just rely on like people giving information to understand the story, right? And it also shows how well they did it in this situation. You know, right. Um. Yeah, just the and the, yeah, really the facial expressions and just the designs of the characters and everything like you know who's who. Like you get that that leader of the the invading tribe was the leader. Like just by the way he was dressed, the way his his face was, like you know, his physiognomy and everything. And also just the those cool hand signs he would give and I love that opening shot where where it reveals all of the you know when like they're getting they're getting ready to invade the the main character's tribe and you just see all of them lined up with the torches it looks so cool yeah Um, the visuals are definitely fucking top tier in this movie oh yeah like yeah like this is just again in terms of yeah just overall visuals whether it's the cinematography the costume design or like anything like that this movie i i it might be like unmatched <laughs> it's such like it it's it's a it's just top tier 
so good so so good you know what i'm thinking about i don't know about the about the language thing because i remember learning from school that the some of the aztecs and the mayan people traded with each other so i feel like you'd have to have some great deal of communication to be able to do that at least like a base language or like a lingua franca that they had um because i know they weren't just totally isolated from each other obviously some of them warred but a lot of them also traded you might have just spoke um Nahuatl, the Aztec language. Interesting. Because I don't know what third language they would go to that they both knew how to speak, you know? Yeah. Because, like, you know, the Romans, everything was just, just speak to us in Latin, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Um. Yeah, like, it was it was hard to find, like, that third language where, like, that's, lingua franca comes from, like, the French when that was, like, the language everyone would just default to. Um. Yeah, it's actually... It, it's funny to think that, that that was like the considered the universal language at one point. I mean, now it's English, <laughs> so it just changes every couple hundred years. I wonder what the next one's going to be. Yeah, but it's just funny how we have like no concept of anything other than English being the the lingua franca, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but um yeah, and, like, I actually, I initially thought that the story was just kind of cheesy, but, like, the more I really thought about it, like, it's really not, you know? What, it's an apocalypse? Simpl- yeah, like, it's just, it's very simplistic, very just, it's it's not complicated, right? Yeah, no, um, no. Yeah. Was there anything you didn't like about the movie? Um, no, I mean... I'm not one to really notice like too too many flaws in movies like that like I am with music. I I thoroughly enjoy the movie. Um I Yeah, like I'm, there's no there's no glaring problem with this movie. Yeah, but besides, besides the historical accuracies, <laughs> I think that's honestly the biggest thing. But again, like if who gives a shit? Like it's not supposed it's like, to be. Yeah, it's anecdotal, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's historical fiction. Right, yeah. It's not claiming to yeah there's no historical figures there's no it's it's literally yeah it's just inspired you know it's, it's like a far cry 5 you know or whatever that that was set somewhere in like the caribbean and it looks spanish like you know it's just it's like a yeah. fictional island or whatever it was like all the assassins creeds those are not historically accurate <laughs> no not in the slightest but like it's just it's it's a fun little yeah. way of just like it's not alternate history but it's just like a, hey this is like a lens of looking through things in the way that we see them from our culture you know you know what it is i think if mel gibson didn't direct that movie people would not give as much criticism towards it you know if, if the i'm blanking on the definitely the, the mexican director definitely. that you like that we watched a couple movies i forget his name but like if that dude directed that movie then i feel like people wouldn't care as much or they'd enjoy it more if it wasn't fucking mel gibson <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that uh yeah, Alejandro Gonzalez and Yard too, I'm sure he could he would he would have done a good job. Yeah. With with something like this based on what I've seen <clears throat> in the Revenant, right? Um Oh yeah. Yeah, he definitely yeah, would he, like, I I don't know if he'd be as quite as ridiculous as Mel Gibson went with the visuals in this movie, but he definitely would make the story as dramatic and just, you know, appealing to you. Or interesting to say the least. Yeah, and um he would definitely get the cinematography and like the look of the movie feel like real you know because that like the revenant like everything was shot just in like the real lighting and everything like there was absolutely no studio and the film like looks beautiful because of it yeah 
Yeah, we totally yeah. would have done a good job. Um, I also looked but up even that... so... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but I think even so, like, just Mel Gibson, he just really made the movie, the like, the way it came out. Like, I just... I. I I wouldn't want any anybody else to have directed it. I think like the way he did it, it's just I think it's for what it is. It's like it's it's fantastic, you know. Yeah, I have no complaints. I was looking up yeah. what the material was that they were mining, and it was lime. Apparently, that's what it was. Oh uh, yeah, because I didn't or like limestone. Yeah, so just limestone powder or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I know you can build stuff with limestone, but it's not super solid. I think it was probably the outer coating that they were putting on because I, th- I think they showed that they were putting it as a paste or something but that's what they're mining that look like crispy cream sugar um but yeah no i uh i think the one part of the movie that i wish i was more versed on was the uh the lore of like the mayan gods and goddesses to see if any know. of that had sort of um relevancy or accuracy to what it is in real life especially when everyone was scared about all the omens of you know the the water being poisoned and plagued and the disease that happened on the peasants on the outskirts of the city and the black <laughs> the, jaguar that was and cool. the black jaguar too so i wish i knew more actual lore to compare it to this movie but i don't but the funniest actually my favorite part of the movie was when they're all walking past and the the little girl that had diseases kept trying to walk up to them and she, they kept pushing her back with a stick and she just like right. stared at them and what'd she ask them like if they're scared to die or something like yeah what the fuck did she say i think she just asked if they are scared or something in general or something yeah she was like are you but scared I- of me and like she was just like really creepy and stern and the soldiers legitimately were scared of her <laughs> which is really yeah, funny and then she's, this little girl then she's yeah, and then she started getting that, like, prophetic, like, vision and started, like, you know, like, she was, uh, like, on some ecstasy and started just, like, giving some divination or something. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and um, a lot of people also gave that moment shit because apparently that's supposed to be smallpox, which she had. And obviously, like, there was no Europeans at that point in Central America. Um, But I, I don't care. I mean, yeah, the whole—it's been proven. This whole movie is not supposed to be accurate. Yeah, I'm like, but... guys, can't can't you just sit down and just watch the movie? Like, it's a fun movie. <laughs> I think you Man. just can't touch like other cultural things with a fictional lens. Like, you have to portray it exactly as it happened or as we understand it to have guessed it to happen <laughs> in modern yeah, times. Well, like, well, like Braveheart, that's not historically accurate, but no one gives a shit about that. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, we know why but right exactly that's why i'm that's that, that's my point <laughs> that's neither here nor there i just think just people lighten up like it's not claiming my my biggest thing is like it's not claiming to be so what's the point of getting mad about it i mean you can point it out like read the top 10 you know inaccuracies of apocalypto on the fucking guardian or whatever right just read about like oh cool and then you learn the actual history you know what i mean but like i don't know like i'm tired of people complaining about stuff like that like no movie is accurate every even every biopic or things that are supposed to be non-fictional accounts are not accurate so yeah like even the way you know the way that we're told historical events in like any you know told them from multiple different respect like that's just there's always going to be something of that like you, you always kind of have to tell history in that kind of like romanticized like if, if, like even if it's ever so slightly like you have to like that's just kind of how we tell things you know like <laughs> 
Yeah, and I mean, especially with the culture of Central America back in that time, because like you said, not, not, not a lot of it was written down, a lot of it was passed down orally, which, you know, if you ever played telephone, there's bound to be a couple things that aren't going to be accurate throughout the hundreds of years that play out. So it's like, with un- yeah. people can't say anything with 100% certainty at all. Right, and like, not a lot of... Like not a lot of the of synopsis I've seen even say that it's Mayan. A lot of of them just some of them I've seen have, but like I've seen other synopsis on like other like like you know I think like on IMDb and Google it just says like like Mel Gibson transports you to um, an ancient Central American civilization. So like it's not even specific. It's just saying Central American, right? Yeah, I don't so remember like, why it was supposed to technically be Mayan because I did they did they say was, Mayan in the movie? I can't remember. No, um, because I well, feel like one point one of the characters mentioned the language, like the something of Maya or something like that. I don't think they do, but I just yeah, they're speaking Mayan, so that's how we know. Yeah, but I just like I, honestly that thing. It's like they they're probably just speaking Mayan, and that's probably like Mel Gibson probably just wanted them to speak Mayan because that's like the language of that region or something. You know, like it's just or it's just a. It's just the most famous language in that region historically. So, yeah, let's just have them speak Mayan, you know? Well, I think the Mayans were the ones that built those giant pyramid temple things. I don't think the Aztecs built those. So I think that's probably the the biggest thing that's tying it to being a Mayan civilization back in that day, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I want to say you're right. um, Because the Aztec Empire did, I mean, it was an empire. You know, like it did um, conquest a lot, right? And I guess it doesn't make sense to like, just destroy all of these perfectly built pyramids. Yeah, I was about to say, I can't remember if they... I don't think they built them if they were there. I think they just used what the Mayans built. But again, I could be wrong on that. But I'm, I know the Mayans did build all that shit. I don't think... Let's see. Um, let's ask Google if the Aztecs actually built any of the pyramids. Did the Aztecs build pyramids? Oh, so they did build some. Okay. Okay. But I don't know if they were as big as the ones. Like, the ones that I'm seeing are are not as tall. So I think the Mayans maybe built bigger pyramids, and the Aztecs kind of built step pyramids a little bit shorter. Again, this is from quick Googling, so I'm not sure. But I think the ones of, like, the... Because people were saying the Aztecs were the ones that, like, cut the heads off and rolled them down the stairs. So I don't think the Mayans did that. So I'm not sure. But... Without remembering, everything is just fucking jumbled in my head, but yeah, I don't know. Again, the also, point like, being, the, it's a fucking good movie. It's not supposed to be accurate. It is good. Yeah, like, the, just the action scenes and the the violence and everything, the way it, like, some of it just, it looks so real. I'm just like, it how did, did they yeah. even, right, I'm like, how do they do that? You know, and like, any, I'm a big, um, like, you know, anytime a movie makes me go, how did they do that? Like, that's points, you know? Like, I, I give you props for that. Yeah, especially, like, the knife scenes, people getting sliced, or um, yeah. the arrow scenes, people getting shot with arrows. Like, a lot of that, especially from coming out in 2006, like, it felt like the camera was right there. There wasn't too much shaking around. Like, you could clearly see what was going on, even though the camera you angle just... changed. It wasn't like the modern action movies where the fucking shit's moving all around the place and you can't even focus on who's tackling who or throwing someone down. It's just, like... There's no point to watch this. <laughs> like there was, I remember full on shots of like, you just see like that one guy got like, had the whole spear, like could cut through him. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I'm, yeah. Brutal. I'm just like, I, I actually, I want to watch the behind the scenes now because of that and see how all of this was done. You know? Um, 
watch the apocalypto bloopers <laughs> right yeah <laughs> right that that'd be funny um yeah and just the all the action set pieces are great that whole design and set of the pyramid and the main city it's so badass and like the i mean the village is just like a village and eh, whatever you know but um but also like just the there's a bunch of different shots and set pieces that are just they're just so the design of it is just burned into my brain like just like those pyramids the image of like the shaman or whatever at the top of the pyramid like like controlling the people and and there was also like the motif of like the well not motif sorry like the um just that image of the eclipse right um which actually do you you know that like the mayans were really good at astronomy and they could predict the exact moment that that would happen oh the eclipse yeah yeah the mayans and the aztecs actually they used it to or I'm not entirely sure about the Aztecs, but I do know the... Oh, no, no, yes, 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 the Aztecs as well. And they did that because, like, they, they, they did it to not only trick their own people <laughs> into thinking, like, oh, look, the gods are pleased, right? Um, but they would trick their enemies, right? Because they would bring them into the, their city and be like, if you don't stop doing this, like, the, you know, the gods will, won't be happy or whatever, and they could do it and just keep them going on and on until the point where it actually would happen. And they'd be like, and, and, and like, you know, I'm sure like certain peoples, like they didn't have the same religion, so they didn't necessarily know what the eclipse meant, but they could go, you know, cause to their people, they were like, oh, look, that means the gods are, are, are satisfied, right? We can stop, you know, but like to, um, but to like foreigners and like native tribes, like, like the surrounding tribes or whatever, they could just use that and be like, look, the gods are mad, you know, like. Like you got to keep doing stuff for you know, <laughs> it's oh, just yeah. like, just cool how they how they did that you know. Um, well, it's like how many times the eclipse has even happened where you can see them in the same spot because like I've been alive for twenty six years and I feel like I've only ever seen one. Right, but um, I mean, people like lived shorter back then. <laughs> I don't know. Holy shit! Solar eclipses happen about once every year or two. What? crazy i guess like do we just not see them because they they last for or do we not really notice or something I don't know. maybe I don't where know. we it's it's probably geography and yeah. where we are or like, like that's gotta be it right um but yeah i guess I maybe there's different types of eclipses so i don't know what like a full solar eclipse where it blocks out the sun for a couple minutes because i feel like i've only ever right, seen that but, once right but i yeah it's just cool how they could do that and be like look you know the sun god is not happy <laughs> um yeah and it's just the, it's, it is it's, it's creepy too you know the one guy it, it kind of was reminiscent of 300 the the big chieftain that sat at the top of the pyramid with the he was bald with the massive feathers kind of remind me of xerxes from 300 kind of like the same kind of energy Ooh. as a god figure. i've never i've never actually i do know who you're talking about but i've never actually seen that that movie you've never seen 300 no i have not that's definitely the next movie we're gonna watch <laughs> I've heard mixed things about it. It's even more ridiculous for the sake of being ridiculous. Like the story. Well, that's no, but that 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 movie, as I understand, like it's clearly more stylized because it it a lot of it looks like the comic book and everything. Yeah, it's definitely more over dramatic than what it needs to be. Like some of the shots are creepy and cool, but sometimes it's just like okay, this is just dumb. But I think right. it's a great movie, and I mean the overall story of Three Hundred is you know 
they took as much artistic liberty as they could with a simple story. So it's, it's about right. what you'd expect to kind of happen, but obviously not with all the, you know, not paranormal shit, but the extra mythical shit that happens in the movie. Right. Um, that guy, Zack Snyder, all of his movies are, are pretty controversial. Like Watchmen, <laughs> I know. I've, I haven't seen that either, but I've also heard very mixed things about that. I don't know why Watchmen was controversial. It was just like a dark comic book. It's like something DC would make. I don't know why that's controversial. It's not accurate to the comics, apparently. I don't know. Oh, I'm like, same doing? thing. I'm like, people, just watch the movie. Like, th- when a director makes a movie out of something, like, that's the way he interprets it. Like, it's not... Wh- who's the guy who... I think it's... um, Fuck, who's, who wrote Watchmen? Oh, it's Alan Moore. I think yeah. It's it's not when when the movie is out. It's not Alan Moore's Watchmen. It's Zack Snyder's Watchmen, right? So like, you know, that's just the thing he did. Like, and it was like he he needs like permission from the you know DC or whoever wrote the comic to like make those artistic liberties, right? Yeah. Um, like he didn't just like steal it and like make his own for like that's not people are just they get so attached to these ridiculous things but i digress um fuck what was i even oh yeah is that the only movie i've seen from him is batman versus superman and that was really bad oh it was funny he directed that movie yeah and man of steel i don't remember man of steel but i, I don't think people like that one either but dude batman versus superman i know we talked before that's probably the worst movie that's ever been made on this planet i don't think we have ever talked about that god it's awful like I are you sure? Because so I remember saying how when I when I was in the movie theater, it felt like I was watching a three hour trailer. Like, <laughs> yeah, it did, and like, there's no establishing shots. It's all just like close ups of people talk, you know. <laughs> and like, dude, that last action scene in that movie, my eyes were bleeding. <laughs> that was just vomit on a sc- like, just that. Oh, I was like, please stop. Yeah, so I guess he really likes the dramatic shots, but 300, it's one of those, like, it's a good movie while also simultaneously being bad at the same time. That's really the only way I can describe it, but it is entertaining. Right, like, not so bad it's good, but, like, it's it's, it's a very weird, like, I don't exactly know if it's good or bad. <laughs> yeah, but it's a classic now because it's, like, it's been ingrained in popular yeah. culture forever, so now when you watch it, like, oh, yeah, this is a classic movie because everyone always fucking says this right. is sparta before they kick you in the stomach like a dick so what's like the other shit that from the movie that people reference i know there's more um besides the kick in the hole fuck i don't know i'm sure there is i can't remember the yeah name, but that's literally like when you think of 300 you always see people shouting this is sparta right um <laughs> oh yeah um Oh, I remember there was an episode of Samurai Jack where it's inspired by all the panels of of uh, 300, and yeah. it looked really cool. Yeah, but um, back to the topic at hand. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie, and just the, the soundtrack too, like just all that flute music is very pleasant, you know? Um, also, I just... There's a very resonating like creepiness to like the percussion 
in like the all like the ritualistic ceremonies you see in the movie, you know, when they're doing the human sacrifice and you just hear the big people playing the big drums, you know, it's just like drums definitely do and like just for the percussion in general do have that kind of like ritualistic kind of um quality to it. Yeah, I mean, that's why they've used music in war forever. The one thing that they should have right. added into the movie, and this is more of an Aztec thing, was the Aztec death whistle. That would have been a cool oh. addition to play into the movie of, like, people hiding in the bushes and, like, blowing that whistle and scaring the fuck out of everyone. They get shot with arrows or something, because that's what they would use to put fear into the hearts of their enemies. It sounds like a woman screaming mixed with, like, a wild cat. It's crazy. Oh, and they would blow, like, a pipe or something like that? It's like or, a, I don't know how they traditionally were, but the way a lot of them are now, it's like a, I think they're made out of stone or some sort of rock, but it's in the shape of a skull and they make them in different sizes. And so when you blow into it, it sounds like a shrill shrieking. They're loud as fuck too. Yeah. Like as I was saying, like the action set pieces, I love when a movie has like a huge variety of of action sequences and different things. That's something I was talking about the Clone Wars because, you know, in Clone Wars, you have, like, all the lightsaber duels and then you have all of the gun fights and then you have all the space battles. And, you know, like, there's a huge variety of action. Mm-hmm. And I think you get you get that same thing here because there's, like, the one-on-one fights and then there's, like, that... Like, there's the crossbows. Well, like, the, there's the bows and arrows and then there's the axes and the hatchets and... And like the, the short knives, and there's like the poison, and also there's like the booby traps. There's a bunch of different, and like the human sacrifice itself, and just that all the chase stuff. You know, there's there's a bunch of stuff here. Yeah, and I, was, friend, I do like the poison blow darts. I actually kind of want to learn how to, um, how to yeah, use a how blow that works, dart. Yeah. That'd be really fun. To start like shooting yeah, darts I, at trees and shit. Yeah, I remember I, I I I first learned about that in Indiana Jones. Remember. Like when he was in the the beginning of the first movie, when he's getting the idol, there's like all those people in in South America that are using those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cool. I remember that. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I guess like the Aztecs and the Mayas had it too. Like I wasn't. Well, then again, I don't know how accurate that Indiana Jones depiction was either. But I know there's one weapon well, that the I can't remember somebody in Central America had it. It was a knife that was a specific I think it was a I don't know if it was a mineral. I think it was either a bone or a mineral, but the thing was it was only it could be used one time and you'd stab it into someone's fucking flesh and it would shatter into a million pieces. So even if they did survive, they would have to like take all of that shit out. It just fragments like everywhere. Oh, it would it would shatter inside their Body? Yeah, like they would. I don't know if they would just like do it upon impact, ooh, or like they would man. stab it into somebody, then they break it off. Like they would break the handle off of it, so like they're just left with a shard stuck in them. Man, brutal. Man. Yeah, but um, yeah, and there's a bunch of moments in the movie where like you really don't think that the the main character is gonna make it out clean, but it's not in that cliche way, you know, that they always do in movies where it's like. How are they gonna get up? But like you know, they're gonna pull up some sort of shit, like some like Deus Ex Machina or whatever. But like it, it's not here. Like it all seems kind of practical, you know. I don't know. I mean, he got shot in pretty critical areas with bows twice. <laughs> Other than that, I guess. <laughs> like just certain like tight positions he's in, and 
you know um like if you got shot like in your side with an arrow next to your stomach i don't know if you'd be able to run a fucking marathon through the jungle like that's just me <laughs> you're shot on his side yeah it was like shot... the lat when when he uh when he killed his he's... son and then he got shot in the side so he was escaping them and they were chasing after him and he ran and then jumped out of waterfall oh, oh and... yeah like in his rib yeah you're right yes yeah, it's right. like i don't know if you could run a marathon when you're just have a fucking bow in you <laughs> Well, I know no, he no, took no. it out, but still. I, I understand that, but, like, that's, like, a whole nother debate. I'm just talking about, like, the actual situations, I guess, are more believable, if you see what I'm saying. Whereas, like, that... Oh, yeah, I if, if it's If you're right, like, if it's shot in, like, a certain, like, surviving a bow and arrow and being wounded and running, like, that's... And that that is, like, even more compelling than just, like, oh, like, some random bullshit came out and saved the day, you know? <laughs> Um, yeah no i mean i yeah besides that i think the whole movie's pretty practical because you know you the fight in the beginning their whole village is taken over and then they get taken as slaves and then like some people died during the way and like a lot of the main characters died so he was the only one that really remained i think or that wasn't really clear about what happened to his friends when he ran off yeah i assume they were killed probably but you, we don't really know um yeah and you and you like you really despite like the like there's not really much to the characters by our, by our standards at least like um you still really i care about them you know like i actually i get how they all work and everything and you just get the relationships and everything yeah if you can tell someone's nice. personality based off of a few you know modes of entry into your brain i feel like it's a great movie because like i said not many of them spoke that many words but you definitely could feel what they're like yeah right and i always like that um like in Babel, remember with those characters in Morocco? Yeah, it's the same Just, kind of concept. Yeah. Right, like tell. you got the right, you got the same uh, uh, dynamic, right? And um, yeah, and you just oh man, like the adrenaline is just so kicking in that last act of the movie. Like the last act of the movie is just a long chase scene, essentially. Yeah, that was and it's awesome. just I. Right, and like I do not want to go to the bathroom. I don't want to go up to eat something. Like I, do, I'm glued to my seat. That last act. Yeah, even though you had to take a shit during halfway through of it. <laughs> I do remember that, but that was not during the the last act. So. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, I I agree. Um, I think that's probably um, the hardest thing to master as an actor is not only learning your lines, but just getting all the movements and all the emotions down to play your character. I mean, uh, to me, like, I can barely control my face and my my voice. So that would be the worst part if I was in a movie. <laughs> no one would yeah, connect the, to me at all. Remember the, the Narcos guy who is the the chief's second-in-command, I think? Um, you, you know who I'm talking about? I can't remember. Remember, he's the guy, he's in Narcos... And the, he's in Sin Nombre, and he's like the second in command to the chief. Uh, Remember he 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 like makes fun of the main character and calls him uh, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah, I, I do remember him. Yeah, like just his. I mean, he did say a lot of like just you could tell by like the words that like what he was saying that he he was just a cocky kind of guy. But like you still like just you see his facial expressions and this stuff like and the costume design they work together so well. And he was just so creepy, you know, like this, the stuff on his teeth and all like the bones and everything. Like it just, um, and the hairstyle too. It just, it looked everything. It's, 
you know yeah, his hairstyle was good... actually kind of funny he had that little like little braid ponytail thing sticking out of the front of his head like he's a toddler <laughs> yeah but it makes it even creepier <laughs> yeah <laughs> but in, in in terms of like sidekick villains in movies if that's like a category he's way up there such a good side villain yeah no i agree he's definitely a good side villain i um he's like what a side villain should be you know and and it gives more depth to like the the main chief guy yeah because you could tell that like he i mean he's just a warlord you know like he doesn't like if you're a burden to him he'll just kill you which is literally what he did with that one guy (laughs) when the main character like jumps off the waterfall and he's like, we're jumping too. And the guy's like, well, maybe we should go a little. Oh, <laughs> that was like, you just totally get his character out. He's just like that. No bullshit. Uh, just he's like, I'm the chief, you know, and we're, we're avenging my son. We're getting down to business, you know? Yeah. His son, that was, he was one of those characters like you're supposed to feel bad for because he's just a kid that wants to make his dad happy. And he's, you know, excited yeah. to get his rite of passage and becoming a, you know, a I never soldier. Yeah. Yeah, and he just gets yeah, up. I never murked. thought about that. Yeah, and like the kid was, he was just kind of, you know, he was depicted as he was just like a nice guy, you know, and um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he just wanted to, to, to follow the tradition and like be, and following like the honor and everything, and be a good son and like you know yeah the rite of passage and everything, and and like I liked how the father actually. The chief gave him his his knife. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, was yeah, like cool. the characters. Yeah, the characters really are good. Even like yeah, like even if like you said, like don't have to go like, you know, you are my son and you will get to this. Like it's just, you know, <laughs> um, it's not cheesy. Yeah, this movie is definitely not cheesy at all, especially with um, because I feel like and this is probably just movies and the the later part of the decade that we are now in, or I guess it's the earlier part because we're in the 2020s now. Um, right. So I guess like the late teens, early twenties, you know, that we are in is that most of the, the romantic scenes are always just fucking God awful to look at, but these ones are actually nice. Like it's when you watch the, um, the movie, you're like, I want to have, you know, like you want to find a partner that's as supportive as they are to each other. You know what I mean? Like it's a very communal type of energy. It's I give you, you give me type of feels. Right. Yeah. And they, and they have like those kind of distinguished roles. Right. And yeah. they, there's no, like, they just fulfill them the way it needs to be. Right. And it's, it, and it's very, it's just, it's, it's, it's pleasant, you know, and you just have the little child and then you got, the baby in the womb and then like he's just in the main characters like he's that concerned father right i like how he's just checking hey how's my son and everything and they're just playing around it's it's yeah, it's it's very it's very heartwarming and pleasant you know it's not like it's like you know like just i love it. it's it's not that cringe romance yeah it's like when you watch it you don't want to throw up you're actually like i, I kind of want this in my life this is the this is what a strong supportive relationship is supposed to be yeah and i kind of have that <laughs> nice parallel bro segue yeah i even thought that because she's probably descended from <laughs> i fucking knew you were gonna get this i was waiting for it i was waiting if you were gonna go there i was gonna go there <laughs> i mean it's true but <laughs> <laughs> um has she seen this movie have you showed it to her um no I'm just asking I mean, she hasn't she, i mean she hasn't seen a lot of movies 
I don't know. I was just curious. I feel like no, no. I, I, I'm not docking you. I'm just explaining the situation. Yeah, don't dock me, please. Right. Whatever um, the fuck that means. We're not gonna conjoin our dicks together. I don't know. What you think docking means? Um. You mean knocking? Weird. Is that what you mean? Docking you like credibility is what I'm. You oh, know. docking me points. Sorry, yeah, my docking uh, you points not. You see, this my brain is goes what, there first. This is what homosexuality being promoted has done to our society. We're not going into that fucking stint again. <laughs> I was just making a joke, but I know, but like, goddamn, right? <coughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I, I yeah, when I was watching the movie, I kind of noticed that. Um, I was like, oh, nice. Yeah, it's um wholesome family fun before they get slaughtered. <laughs> Yeah, apocalypto is wholesome family fun. I would that be you know, really funny got... to like to like people always ask you like what or you think about yourself. What age are you gonna let your kids like watch, you know, rated R movies or more adult themed um, entertainment? And I always thought it'd be really funny to show my kid that's really young just this movie because like there's nothing inherent like. It's, I mean, it's a balls joke, but it's like wow, okay, you know, like <laughs> a, a kids can see a balls joke, but. Um, and that was very funny, by the way. Dude, I mean, they, I don't think kids wouldn't even understand that anyway. I'm just talking about the more yeah, gruesome no, parts I, of, like, the, the fighting and yeah. all the decapitations and shit. Yeah, like, Mel Brooks has this thing for violence, man. Like, like in Braveheart and Hacksaw Ridge, like, he knows how to just film brutal, raw violence better than anybody, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you didn't um, see the passion, you didn't know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> right, and like and it's not really shown in my opinion, like it's not glorifying it and it's not really like condoning it per se. It's 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 kind of neutral in that sense where he's like this is just the reality of of reality, you know? <laughs> like stuff like this happens, you know. Yeah. Um Yeah, he's he's really good at that of um yeah like I, mean, I think honestly he's a mel gibson's violence is a very good exposure of kids to violence you know yeah i mean i i'm always a proponent of it depends on what it is though so i i feel like you just have to, with everything in life it has to be case by case but i feel like you're like you need to show kids things they don't understand or things that they're scared of and you have to give it a real world explanation of saying well this isn't real or this is why this happened versus something else. So, but I mean, if they're just like, like I said, you don't want to show them a video of a cartel member chainsawing a head off. You know what I mean? I don't think that serves no. a purpose. But as far as entertainment right. goes, like, I mean, it's the same thing with swearing. Like everyone makes a big deal about like swearing around your kids. And I know a lot of, especially like more traditional conservative parents um, that I've talked to, like they cuss around their kids, but there are, their idea around is that like, they know that these are grown up words and they're not allowed to say them until whatever the time is right so like i mean most of the time you can explain shit like that to him but i mean i don't i mean i don't know if it's because i'm cynical in my mid-20s so i just don't see the purpose of teaching kids arbitrary things like my mentality around cussing is like there's a time and place for everything so like if we're at home we can sit around an f-bomb all day but you wouldn't do that in a job interview so it's like it doesn't really like nothing really fucking matters and people are just really yeah. particular and weird so you have to be aware of that like you you can't coddle everyone's feelings but you also don't want to go around being a dick so it's like finding that mid-ground of a person so i don't know it's i don't like just 
I don't like the idea of telling kids, like, you're just not supposed to do this for no fucking reason. You know what I mean? Honestly, I mean, I, I think, like, overall, our culture, like, doesn't really care too much about cursing anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, um, but but still, for the most part, like, most, like, there's still instances that you wouldn't do it, like I said, like, in a job interview, unless the, I've had job interviews where the, I, the first thing I, they said when I walked in was, like, dude, I'm fucking stressed right now. <laughs> so... So it just depends on what it is, the, but the, feel the energy right, is my yeah. point. So there's right, just times where you don't want to do to. that. Yeah, yeah right. Because like, um, obviously, like in my f- like family context, I'm not going to talk like that. But right, like to you, it, it's different. Exactly. That's what um, I'm saying. There's a time and place. My parents just eventually fair. gave up because they used to. It's funny. Like I can think throughout my life, like every time I would always count the swear words, they would let me get away with or how many times they would let me get away with it before they told me to wash my mouth. And every year I got older, that list kept getting fucking a lot longer. <laughs> and now they just don't yeah. give a shit, which is funny. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's pretty funny. Like. Like, it was, like, my mom versus my dad. Like, my, my dad, like, if we're, like, just watching TV or something, w- like, he'll just do it. And I'm like, oh, that's on the table. <laughs> and, then I, and I'll just say something, but... um Yeah, that was that was true was, growing up, because, yeah. like, like, that's how I could gauge right, if, like, right. I was getting in trouble. So, like, if my mom was seeing something and she'd be like, oh, look at this stupid shit. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's fucking bullshit right there. <laughs> and she'd be like, yeah. <laughs> what if I, I just said have, that like, coming home? She'd be like, watch your fucking mouth. Right. I still haven't talked to my mom like that because I don't, I just don't really feel the need to. So I remember one time I was just like in a dumb mood and my parents were watching something on TV and like normally like they'll, they'll sit like kind of close to each other. But this time they're just like cuddling really close. And I, I came home from somewhere and they're watching like a serious movie and I went to go get a drink from the fridge. And I'm like, what's up fuckers? And I just like went to bed. And, like, they just stared at each other and just did not know what to say to me. And I think that's the day that they finally gave up. Like, they just turned themselves and shook their heads, and then it was game over from then. I had the upper hand. <laughs> High ground. <laughs> I don't like how I cuss so much, though. I'm trying to I'm trying to cut back on it. Like, I... I, I did. It's just, you just gotta... I mean, I know it's cliche, but it really is just, like, the... Just take a second, breathe, and, like, think, you know, about, like, what you're saying. Well, my big problem is that it takes away descriptive words. So as opposed to just saying F this or this is BS, it's like you can actually get more descriptions out there. So I, like, I, I feel like I'm always forgetting words and forgetting the that, meanings they, of words. So I want to use more they words. They that punch, you know? Yeah, like, just for the punch. Yeah. I, but like, as I get older... It does. And, I, and in that, that aspect, it does really, you know, like, man, like that is a damn good movie or something. You know, like you just, yeah. you know what someone means, like... If when they say that, you know, it's like, yeah, wow, that must have been a really good movie. <laughs> and especially when I listen back to these, when I'm trying to describe something and, I, and I'm being vague and then like just my my overall ending conclusion is just like, oh, this is fucking shit. Whatever this thing is, it's just like, I wish I would go more in depth into it. And I think swearing is holding me back from that. So that's why I'm really trying to think about the actual adjectives yeah. that I want to say as opposed to putting, you know, an explicitative or an ex- right. ex- explicit expletive jesus christ an expletive before uh the adjective <laughs> god see that's yeah. my problem there you go a <laughs> real world example <laughs> oh uh going back to the movie remember the so yeah when they when they get out after there's there's no, gonna be no more human sacrifices and then they play that game remember where they're like 
they take two people and they're like, go run. Oh they, yeah. Then, yeah. That would be a that really fun was, game. Yeah. Like if, if we're assuming, all right. Yeah. Like no one's getting killed or seriously harmed. That would be very fun. Um, it'd be like, yeah, dodge, it'd be like a game of dodgeball. So it's like, you have to dodge the, you have to run away and oh, just not yeah. get hit by a dodgeball. Yeah. And then like, you have to evade getting tackled by the guy that's on the other side. Like that'd be a really fun game. Yeah. Or like getting their, your flag pulled, you know? Yeah. Um, oh yeah, flag. Yeah, or, if you don't want to tackle somebody, your flag getting pulled. So that, dude, we should get a couple of people and like actually try to f- make that become a game. I would that, play that'd that. be really fun. Yeah, I would totally do that. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> you obviously couldn't um, run as long of a distance. Like we have to find a good distance to make it challenging because there's just a point where you like you can only throw a dodgeball so far. So. Right, and I think to to make like remember like to compensate for like the spears being thrown at those long distances. I think we could, you know, like not just dodgeballs, but one guy could have like a football, you know, and he could throw that. Yeah. Oh, a football would be good too. That would go farther. Yeah. Cause yeah, that go farther. That has like a, it packs a bigger punch. So you could, that, that's like the final thing. Like, okay, I got to survive the football, you know? Dude, that would suck to get a, catch a football to the back of the head or like in the base of your spine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta be careful. You gotta, Ooh. gotta. Yeah, but it's not guaranteed that the person's gonna hit you. I mean, no, it's not. I just I remember, I when I oh, played. Yeah, that's uh, not comfortable. When I played street football with my friends back in the day, when I played wide receiver, and they would throw, they throw my the quarterback threw it to me when I wasn't looking, and it, it did. It hit me in the base of my spine. I was like, fuck! It knocked me down. I was winded for like ten seconds. Ooh. Yeah, I know. There's like there's the different kind of passes, right? Like there's there those like those kind of those like bullety passes, you know, like like usually you, you're describing where they throw it like right at your chest and you're like facing them. That's like different than like a lofty like high pass and you just you catch it over the shoulders and everything. That that's like the dream. <laughs> that's the dream catch. But oh, the dream catch, the money shot. Yeah, but dude, this would totally be a f- fun game. Let's do it. I'm down. I, I, I haven't done extreme cardio in a while. I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> I've only been doing weights. <laughs> right. Fuck cardio, yeah, I'm not bro. really good at cardio either, but wait, but the, 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 the two guys at the, at the end that you have to survive, or was it one guy at the end you have to survive? It's one guy. So like you have two people running and then you have one guy. So, um, yeah, that's how it have to be. Yeah. So like, do you think we should have it like, so they have a flag, and if you pull the flag, you can get that person down, or you just have to evade them altogether. No, the whole point is like the guys that are running are wearing flags. When they go, there's like right, three right, or four right. people throwing the shit at them, and then if they evade it, if they can get past the one guy that's there without getting their flag pulled, then they win the game. But do you think like we should give the guy who's who's at the end a flag to add that other element of like, oh, I can pull his flag and then I can just run and I'm free. I feel like it should or, be harder. Like I feel it, like like you can. Would that make um, it too easy? Yeah. Okay. So like I I can't remember, but I think in flag football there was like three of them that hung down. I think I can't remember. It's been for fucking ever since I played flag football, but I think there's three of them that hang the, down. There's a couple. The safety. So yeah. the guys that are running, cause since there's two of them, they have multiple flags, so it's a little bit easier to pull because there's a couple you can grab. But the guy that's trying to get them has one hanging on the back, and it's a little bit shorter, so it's more of a process to get it. So like the whole point is like it's supposed to be like very difficult for the runners to to win. Like the whole point is you're it's a big achievement to either pull the guy's short flag on the back or make it 
across without getting hit by the the objects or you make it across without getting your flag pulled so you you win even more if you're able to pull the guy's flag so i think that'd be a fun iteration of the game yeah or like his flag is covered up by his shirt or something like that yeah something something of that nature yeah so like right so like the only like the tips are sticking out like that would be harder to get and to defend yourself from being pulled at simultaneously yeah man dude this is this is gonna be a bomb game i can't believe no one has thought of this i'm sure someone has i i don't i wonder if that's an actual thing or if mel gibson just made that up like if it's a game that they would do back because i know they played that version of basketball where they have to hit the the ball through the little like metal hoop that's hanging off the side of a building with their elbows and shit yeah um yeah like i wonder if it's one of their like sadistic um you know like ways of dealing with prisoners of war and whatnot yeah and i love that you know when he when he finally gets out in the grass and then he just falls into that pit of like all those dead bodies that was some hellish imagery yeah that reminded me of like um any movie i've ever seen about the holocaust and they just line the the ditches with the bodies and shit oh yeah yeah that that that's a good observation i never would have thought about that this would remind me of just when you, or like the the image of Jonestown, where you see the aerial view of all the bodies just laying on the ground. Right. Any senseless um, thing I'll, you can think of, that's what it reminds me of. Right. Also, there's. I remember in the 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 human sacrifice scene, like you just see the sides of the pyramids, and they're just piles and piles of of dead of like he- headless corpses. That was very creepy. It's brutal. It's a good album cover, but um. Yeah, I'm surprised no metal band has done like some kind of because I, I know a lot of metal bands are inspired by like dmt and like the the eastern like hindu kind of aesthetic but i'm surprised no one has gone for the the like the the native american aesthetic i'm sure some of them do like most of the time with death metal it's the album covers are just filled with like demon creatures corpses and all this shit dystopian looking Thing. So I'm right, sure I'm somebody sure. has some like Native American okay, pyramid corpse scene or something. I would I would I would probably say it's ninety percent real. Right, or like or like the image of like just the guy getting like or like the painting, you know, of like the guy just getting his like stabbed, you know? Yeah. Um and it's 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 very similar to that scene. Well not ex- exactly, but it's that similar vibe to that scene in Indiana Jones with the thuggy cult. Oh yeah forgot about that i love i love that part that that whole set is awesome aren't they making another one they did already make it i didn't see it yet but indiana jones i mean i heard it wasn't good so i mean yeah the dude fucking no movie now is good people keep i did i keep hearing about the stupid um, oppenheimer and barbie movie i'm sick of it I want to see Oppenheimer because that's Nolan. Oh well, I guess if anyone I would watch it with, it would be you because it's not going to be my fucking yeah, girl. Was... She would leave in like the half hour. She gets so bored. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to ask you if you if you wanted to see it. Fuck it, might um... as well. You're probably the only person I would I would see that with because I'm sure as I'm not going to go watch that by myself because I just I just have a feeling right. it's fucking boring. Yeah. The, yeah, and a lot of like science talk and everything. Yeah, I just I I could give a shit about the history of the guy that made the atomic bomb. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know. It's just it's, I don't I, know. I, I'm willing to be like, all right, this might be interesting. So I'm sure um, it's well made, but I just think it's I'll be bored out of my fucking mind. 
Yeah, and like Christopher Nolan movies often have like that grand like action and everything. Yeah. But like this, I'm like, yeah, I don't know how this well that's gonna trans I mean unless there's some like World War Two action or something, but I don't know. Yeah. If, if they actually get to see uh the Japanese get fucking microwaved in H D eight K or oh, whatever the fuck is out now. I never thought about that. That might be really interesting how they pull that off. Yeah, they have to really watch how they're going to be insensitive about pulling off a genocidal scene. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I mean, it's not, I'm like, it's, it's not glorifying it. It's just, yeah, well. Uh, it's not glorifying, but I think if you make an entire movie, movie dedicated to the fucking guy in that way, because I guarantee it's going to be about his life and it's going to throw yeah, in some romance, it's going to throw in some hardship, it's going to like be from the guys that, I'm totally guessing, so I could be way off, but I just I have yeah, a feeling of what it's gonna be like. I don't know if it's necessarily gonna paint it in a good or bad light. It's know? not gonna like, paint it, but it's just like that's just like how else are you supposed to tell a story that's interesting if you don't have that in there? You know what I mean? It's from like the pers- right. I'm guessing it's from the perspective of his life, right? Right. And I know he did other scientific shit too. Like he, I think he's a thing about black holes or something. Like he didn't just do this. Um, so there's other right. achievements that he did without implications of murder, but I don't know. I just I'm, I can assume that there's gonna be some outrage for some fucking reason. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see how he deals with that um, kind of material. You know, because I I generally like Christopher Nolan. I like most of his movies that I've seen. I I have a copy of Tenet, but I haven't seen it yet. Tenet. Did you see that? No, I never saw Tenet. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? No, I don't. It was that movie where it, it it's like a bunch of like time travel shit, um, and it's like the um, and you know it's it, it it's with um, what's his name? It, it it's Denzel Washington's son. Oh, what is uh, his like, name? Mm. Uh, uh, J- John David, I think. I was gonna say Denzel Jr., but I know that's not right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I thought that was it too, but um, because um, no, Ice Cube's son yeah. is is Junior. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. L- look up the um, look up like just the movie and see all like the promo material. Like, I think you'll recognize it. Tenant. Yeah, Tenant. Yeah, I, I don't. It's a twenty twenty movie, so this was during the end times, so I I I haven't seen too many movies in the past three years. I, actually when COVID started it was when I stopped giving a sh Oh, that's his son? Yeah, that's that's his son. Oh, I don't know that was Denzel's son. I actually like some I've seen a lot of movies that he's been in. I actually like him. John David Washington. Okay. Okay, I was right. I did not know that was his son. He's a good actor. Oh, okay. Yes. Um I mean, makes sense. Because Denzel Washington's a good actor. Um, right. No, yeah, I never... Um, oh, wait a minute. I have seen the tra- the pra- the trailers for this movie. Yeah. Was it good? No, I, I haven't seen it yet. Like, oh, I, I own... It. Yeah, I own the DVD. I just haven't seen it yet. We could actually... We could watch that, too. Sure. Oh, um, yeah. Former CIA agent that learns how to manipulate the flow of time to prevent an attack. This did look good. I don't know why I never saw this. 
it's weird because like there's there's this whole thing like i think like a lot of people like didn't even know it was out because of the whole covid thing or i think like i think it actually bombed because of that i would yes 2020 no shit (laughs) right and i and i heard it was a shame because it was actually a really good movie apparently from what i've heard but not everything could be squid games right oh and, and did you see dune i hated dune dune is fucking boring Oh wait, yeah, you, you told me about that. Right? Yeah, I haven't, dude. I haven't seen it yet. I dude, I I haven't even watched it all the way through. I'm, I think I'm like halfway through, and I I turned it off. I was like, dude, this is fucking boring. <laughs> it's really that bad? God, dude, I because I I hate science fiction movies that like they try so hard to get you into their universe, but I, there's nothing about Dune that really wanted to make me interested about it. Like it was about a fucking war over spices and there's sandworms and shit like there wasn't like obviously sandworm if i would have watched the cool. whole movie i would have got a better picture but like halfway through a long movie it's just like if, if i don't really give a shit about what's happening in the movie like i don't care if they're gonna win or lose or who they're fighting or all these weird androgynous people like you know it's it's like a lexus ad or some shit some like some like artistic androgynous race of beings like i don't know it's fucking I don't care. I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. I don't um, know. I, I didn't like the book either. I thought the book was fucking boring. Like, I, I got through a couple chapters, and, like, it already made me try to remember the language that it forced upon me, so it's just, like, I can't get into this. <laughs> oh, there's, like, an alien language or something? No, it's just, like, the words that science fiction stories make up like the races of people or the oh. names of shit you have to like this crystal that everyone's fighting for is the xenanthidu or something like it's just like i don't give a fuck i see yeah it's just like all the fake shit they try to make up to get you into their universe and it's like for years of growing up on star wars like like lightsaber that's not a made-up word you automatically know what a lightsaber is you know what i mean like stuff like that they just make up bullshit words and i don't care about them and even like the stuff they do make up, like it's like easy to remember. Yeah, exactly. Except like later in the movies when like they get a lot, <laughs> then the creativity levels just kind of go down, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, like a lightsaber that just takes two words you already know, and it's oh great. It's like but, oh like, that's cool. The, it's a lightsaber. That sounds sick. Right, right, or like the force. Very yeah, simple, you know? <laughs> exactly. So, like, Star I mean, you can say what you want about Star Wars, but it was easy to get sucked into its universe the way they did. The yeah, Nazi which, Dunes are only... Have there been... How many books are there? Are there... Is it just one book? Oh, there's... No, it's like a whole saga. Okay, there's so... Like, it's only, like, like... six of them or some shit. It's only one movie into its saga, but again, it's just, like... Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, apparently it was, it was supposed to fix, like... Because there was a Dune in, ni- in the 1980s, which was apparently really bad. I'm sure it was, because it's just the story of Dune is not a good story. So, it, fuck, I keep dropping shit. It's hard to make a good movie from a shitty story. Like, it just is. <laughs> it's just not interesting, like, at all. Still have, uh, I, I don't even really know. I mean, I know it's just they're fighting over spices, but, like, I don't really know much outside of that. Because there's not really much to fucking, obviously the books are goddamn forever long and there's a bunch of dialogue and shit you need to memorize and obviously more stuff happens but like just the actual aura of dune like a like a post-apocalyptic like science fiction thing like that's been done to death and they're not even the most interesting version of that 
like yeah, honestly like, mad it, max as dumb as it is them fighting over gas in a dystopian world is 10 times more interesting and it's silly because dune is too yeah, fucking well, serious for its own good like it's just i don't yeah, know yeah but also like i i just have a hard time to like, even feel invested in a lot of these things it's like it's set in like this whole dick universe in a different planet it's like what like I, i'm much more invested in things that are just like happening on earth right and it's just talking about earth like at least mad max is like we're led to believe that that's happening on our own planet yeah they don't allude and, to anything they just have a cool story that's on a desolate world it could be earth or it could be another planet the point is they didn't have to make up some bullshit word of what planet they're on or what race they are right like most of that movie they're not even talking it's just like and it's so simple <laughs> yeah and it's creative it's just, like the fucking going to valhalla the v8 sign like that shit like it was actually clever on and it's dumbness so it's like <laughs> Yes, ten times I, more I, interesting. I, yeah, that movie. Um, I think it was a little bit overrated, but I I did really like it, and I I loved it. Had this, yeah, like it has that little layer of like cleverness and like quirkiness to it that isn't cringe, you know? Because things try to be like, ooh, we're like quirky and zany, and it's totally yeah. just it's it's bad, right? But when Mad Max, I love like just the crazy shit, like the that that guy playing electric guitar like, yeah, like strapped on to the car on top of the car and the guy yeah, banging that was... like the tower of drummers <laughs> yeah that was so cool man yeah, and the it was visuals funny. are awesome and that's the thing about dune the visuals running in the coal even the giant sandworm thing which is apparently the people jizz over this fucking worm that's in dune but like even the worm didn't look that cool oh really like it looked like a the end of a mushroom like a giant dick mushroom like it just i don't know yeah i'm looking at it right now um yeah the 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 concept art looks pretty cool but in the movie it doesn't really look that cool yeah but um yeah but like uh, apocalypto too another example like it's very simple you get what they're fighting over that's it <laughs> You know, yeah. you understand what's happening. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I have that problem too with science fiction, and I I understand why it it appeals to to certain people, right? And it can be done well. Um, I'm trying to think like. Well, that was um, my problem with it. It took half the movie just to set up the fucking story. Like they had to teach really? you all the shit. It had to fucking show you who was who, what the characters are, and then like it didn't like. That's why I turned it off because I was like, is this gonna go to anywhere cool? And like I don't even care if it does. Like I don't give a fuck. Like they've they've already explained enough for me to know I'm not gonna be interested in the story, and I just shut it off. Um, it's I so I still haven't seen it. I might. Would you be willing to do it for the podcast? I'll watch it for the podcast. I actually I want to finish the movie because it'd be really funny if I like if I actually watched the whole thing and I liked the parts that I didn't watch and I'm like oh I wish I would have finished this. So that might happen. But yeah, I'll, I'll do it. But it's a long fucking movie, and like yeah, I said, no, half of it's boring. Me off. Yeah. Um. I mean, the only reason I want to see it is because of the director. Because I'm a big fan of his other so well yeah post-apocalyptic stuff well it's not exactly post-apocalyptic it's like near future by the same director is blade runner 2049 that's a fantastic movie yeah you've seen that right i have yeah i love the concept of blade runner yeah blade runner is a fun fun concept or also repo man that's also a great dystopian movie i'm sorry demolition man but also repo man too with uh, Wesley right, Snipes and Sylvester Stallone. And I hate Sylvester Stallone as an actor, but I fucking love him in this movie. 
Um, have you seen the Rambo's? I've never seen those. No, I never was really interested in watching the Rambo's. Like I said, I'm, I wasn't really a fan of those kind of action movies. They just never interested me, except for the John Wicks. But the John, like that's like the exception. I love those that 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 concept and just the way like you can just you know where it's it's just action. It's it, it's very it's a very interesting concept. Yeah. Even though like on on paper it's really not, but I just love how like you can get creative with all these action sequences and stuff like that and it's very simplistic. Um I love Predator for that reason. I um, love the Predators. Did you, I know we were talking about it before. Did you ever watch the last one, Prey? No, and you you were telling me about that. That did seem very interesting. Dude, there's so I'm going to write this down. There's so many movies that I want to do for for the next one. So we got Yeah, we got to we got to make the list. Yeah, make the list. We got Dune, Prey, and then We'll just watch Oppenheimer in the movie in the theaters. I don't even know if I want to review that one, or maybe we should. I don't know. It depends. If it's good or not, we'll do it. But if it sucks, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> right? Yeah, like we'll, we'll see it anyways. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, and then what else are we doing? We did Apocalypto. That I think we kind of. I wanted to do this for a while. Um, I wish I would have watched it for the first time, honestly. I'd yeah, be more well, excited. You still, it was a long time. I, I mean, even just in the span of a year, I, I, I love it so much more and see it in a completely different view. It's one of those movies you can just keep watching again. It's just like if, if like you're in a hotel room and you have, you can't find anything to watch, like, oh, I'm definitely going to watch this. So, yeah, it's so entertaining. Just yeah. in terms of pure entertainment, it's, it's like a 10. <laughs> Easy 10. Apocalypto. Um, yeah, and I love the word too of just that ominousness, you know. The apocalypse is nigh. Right. Um. Yeah, and I just love how like the apocalypse. Uh, yeah, and uh, and I know it was it was like a cringe thing, and like when they did it in all the 2012 stuff, it's like, oh yeah, like it's the Mayan calendar or whatever. You know, I remember like when Assassin's Creed just like retcon that into the story to tie in with that whole trend yeah that was just cringe because i mean it was uh, it was smart because fucking morons legitimately thought that it was going to be the end of the world because they ran out of stone yeah. <laughs> wasn't wasn't there that movie called 2012 i actually don't mind that movie i i maybe it's because i watched I that movie when i was it. really young i thought it was a good movie i don't know is it just about that like the end of the world Pretty much, it's about these this family trying to survive the end of the world, and these billionaires have this giant ark that could survive the entire apocalypse. It's kind of like a Iliad to Noah's Ark, except or not Iliad. It's a reminiscent of Noah's Ark, but instead of every animal, it's like all the richest people that try to get tickets to get on this thing. I um, see. So I I thought it was a good movie. the The visuals were cool for the time that it was made. So I don't know. It's not like a movie that's. The story is whatever, but the actual, just the way things happen is cool, I guess, is the best way I can describe it. Right, and like the, the concept and everything? Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a Noah's Ark kind of story, just about the apocalypse, but I just think it was cool. I don't know. I'm, I haven't seen Hold it up. in years, so I wonder watching it back if it'll be stupid. But Hold up, I'm coming right back. I want to get some water. God, why do you always leave me in a fucking monologue? It's so irritating. Entertain them. God. More and more, since we've done these, the world just leaves in the middle of shit. 
his time is the only one that's worth it, apparently. But 2012 was a great movie, but I still don't even remember who, who started in it. Who was the main actor of 2012? John Cusack. Okay. John Cusack, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. All those movies. But to the people that I offended because Dune is their favorite neckbeard hobby, fuck you. That's so boring. You know it's boring, but you don't want to admit it because you want to impress other people just by saying that you get into the story of Dune because you think it's more sophisticated than it actually is. So I want you to know from the bottom of my soul, you will never, ever experience a great cinematic universe in your life because Dune sucks. I'm sorry. Just the way of the world. And I know they're making a second one. And... I'm apparently going to be forced to watch the first one in its entirety. And I'm going to have to say I'm feeling a strong feeling that I'm never going to see the second one. I'm feeling it in my soul. Like, does it need to be that fucking long? God. I'm tired of this, like, serious three-hour movie shit. And I like Jason Momoa. I don't think he's a particularly great actor, but he's just charismatic to look at on screen. But just was not the move. I'm actually, I'm curious. What do people rate Dune? What, what do the critics say? What does it have? It's an 8 out of 10 and an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Why am I not surprised? They pick the most, like, overproduced blockbuster films that do not deserve praise, and they always give it, like, a high score. I don't get it. I feel like Bill O'Reilly. What's going on, America? What's happening? This is ruining your kids. This is why you should be scared. I'm too young to be the cynical God, how fucking long does it take you to grab water? Jesus Christ. Oh my God, I'm going to lose my brain. What else can I say about this movie? I don't remember it. I, I saw it like less than a year ago, and I still don't fucking remember anything that happened. Like, everyone just looks serious. That's all I can remember is everyone was serious. There was quiet moments, and everyone's just like, no, don't do this, don't do that. And someone's like, oh, I'm curious. I'm going to experience it. And then some... Yeah, you took forever. Yeah, because um, the place, the bathroom where I was supposed to go to was occupied, so I had to go to another one. God. Um, I'm monologuing oh, more about uh, how much I hate Dune, so. Really? <laughs> I'll listen to it back when, nah, fuck it, no. <laughs> um, what, <laughs> uh, another thing I want to say about Apocalypto, actually, is I, I really feel like it's, a, it's palatable. Because, like, think about, like, any adult human male. I think if you take, like, anybody, they would like this movie. Or they they would like get they'd be entertaining. Yeah, I think most people be entertained by it. Yeah, like any demographic, like IQ level, anything, like, they would think that this is cool. And yeah, would, even morons can like this movie. It's for everyone. Yeah, it's true, true. Even people with average intelligence, who I think are even stupider, which we've <laughs> talked about multiple times, as but I think they would even like the horseshoe. Well, no, those are, no, those are the type of people. Yeah, the the horseshoe. Th- this applies here because they would be like, um, this is culturally insensitive, and it's like, just sit down and watch the movie. <laughs> turn your brain off, turn your offensive filters off, and just watch this movie, dude. I'm looking yes. at the the reviews that Dune got. They got an eight out of ten on IMDb and an eighty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, dude, never take that seriously. I don't, I don't, like, I don't even know what, like, half the, let's see what Apocalypto gets. They probably get a lower score. I guarantee you. 
Let me see. It's got a 65 on Rotten Tomatoes, and yep. it's got a 7.8 on IMDb, which is oh, horrible. Shit. It's not horrible, but it's not as good as Dune. You got a 4 and a 6. Got 4.6 out of 5 on Amazon. That's good. You know, Bezos likes it. it. Even the description, the Mayan kingdom is at the height of its opulence and power, but the foundations of the empire are beginning to crumble. Yeah. Oh, it says the it, the the film is in Yucatec Maya. Okay, so that's the the dialect. Interesting. Yeah. I love <clears throat> the poster too. That looks cool. Oh yeah, yeah this movie's fucking sick. Yeah, like I, ooh man, that might be like my favorite poster of a movie. That'd be a great one to hang in your room. I was about to say that, yeah, even though I don't really do that anymore. <laughs> um, if I would do that, it would totally be this or like I had one for. What was it? Um, is the shit? Shit. Oh, I had Roma. I think that's a very nice poster. I don't think I ever saw that movie. Yeah, that we could do that one too. Great, um, wonderful. Ha- have you seen Ichumama Tambien, or have you heard of that movie? Did we not watch that? No, no. I feel like I've heard the name. Sounds really familiar. So that's Alfonso Cuaron. Wait, actually, did we even do any of his movies yet? I, I did. I don't know. I don't know directors and shit. Fuck yeah! So he's like. Alejandro Gonzalez and Yaritu, like they're honestly like cousins. I mean, not like literally, but like filmmaking wise. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're actually very good friends in in real life too. Um, he Alfonso did movies like Children of Men, Roma. Uh, he also did Gravity, which I think is like probably his worst movie. Yeah. Um, and then he also did the third Harry Potter. And then his first movie was Itu Mama Tambien, which means and your mom too. <laughs> <laughs> Hell right. Yeah. And it's and it is a mech it is a Mexican uh raunchy road comedy. Okay. I'd actually be kind of curious it's, to see that. Yeah, it's it's pretty controversial. It's very gratuitous. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, I I really would be interested to see what you have to say. I, th- I think it's a great movie, actually. And and you know that like coming from someone like me, right? Like a lot of these things, like if if I'm saying that I like, then it's probably like uh, exaggerated, right? Um, probably. <laughs> I mean, as some parts, I'm like, yeah, I, I think that's like a little bit too much. But like, Honestly, like from the way I see it, like I don't really think it's depicting them per se as like a good thing because of something that happens in the movie, but um Yeah, well, you'll you'll see the movie. You could you could think for yourself. I guess I'll have to find out for myself. That's the only way. Yeah, it's the only way. But um, yeah, I wanna do all his movies. There's still some of Alejandro's movies that we need to watch. Like I wanna show you that movie Beautiful where the Remember I told you about that one where the guy has like this, he doesn't really understand what it is, but like he's, he's, so he's, he has, he has 
prostate cancer and he knows he's going to die in like a few months. And it's very depressing because like he's, he's has like a, he has a poor relationship with his family and it's like very broken. And then he's like, fuck, like, how do I like get this all back together? Even though I'm going to like die in two months, like is even worth it. And then he has this weird ability to like communicate with the spiritual world and like see spirit. And he doesn't really know how it works. It's, it's a really interesting concept. I mean, I feel like it's I mean, pretty realistic if you think about it. No, well, I, I guess, yeah. But the, the way that the it is in the movie is very cool. Well, like I said, I guess I'll just have to see for myself. Right. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, man. Have you, heard, have you heard of the movie Enemy? No, all these one-word movies. I don't fucking remember them. Right. Same director as as Dune, actually. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Uh, well, no, I I'm actually surprised that you're saying Dune's not good because all the movies I've seen from that guy are, were great. So, usually, I mean, I feel like I've known you enough by now to kind of get a sort of a grasp of what you like movies wise. I don't think you'll like this one. Like there there might be a chance yeah, you will I, like kind of like yeah. it, but I I don't know. I don't think you'll like it. I don't think I'm yeah, alone I, here. I, <laughs> I trust you know what you're talking about. Because like I know at this it. point, <laughs> I rip on you so know. hard. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, oh dude, I'm actually I'm seeing some alternate posters for Apocalypto. They actually like look pretty cool. Yeah, everything like, about just, this movie is just artistically ripe for cool looking shit. Yeah, like I'd love to see just like a book of like the coolest shots for the movie. Yeah. They should do a second one, honestly. Yeah, I was actually going to say that. I want to see the the Spanish and the the whoever these people are go to go to town like that. That would be so epic. <laughs> Dude, him fighting, him getting captured by the Spanish and having to fucking escape them. It's just like, oh brother, what are you gonna get into next week? Well, no, he'd probably team up with them because that's like. Well, I'm, this is for the Aztecs, and these are supposed to be the Mayas. But like, a lot of like the 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 surrounding tribes teamed up with the Spanish because they hated the Aztecs. <laughs> They're like, we're we're tired of you like stealing all of like just coming periodically and just like raping and killing us. Yeah, that would be a point of contention. But I still don't think I don't know he would be with the Spanish. For the movie, he uh, has to escape them. You know. Well, maybe it could be like something like he's he's like he's intimidated and like escapes from them initially. But then over like he realize he sees that they're like a threat to like the to the the Aztecs or whoever they are. Right. So then he's like, all right, yeah, I'll team up with them. (laughs) I mean, because that's what happened in real life. But remember, this is not supposed to be historically accurate. Right. But it is drawn from. From these kind of things. Yeah. But but now that we yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. I would love to that'd be so cool. So cool. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, man. Anything else to say about Apocalypto? No, I think we pretty much breathed all the air we could breathe. Yeah, it's it's ener- it's energetic, artistic, brutal, eerie. Uh, 
just a lot of it is just mesmerizing visually lots of variety the characters and the story are very compelling and it's and it's done and told in a very creative way right yeah just the costume design i can't say enough of how fucking phenomenal it is oh yeah dude it's pretty sick oh yeah like all the tattoos and the bones and like the piercing it's so cool looking (laughs) yeah Yeah, i wish um, i wish i was born back in that day i wonder i always thought how long i would survive if i was like a a fucking like jungle hunter warrior like how like how long would it take for me to get fucking sniped with an arrow yeah i mean well i guess yeah that could happen to everybody but literally anyone anyone can get it yeah i what's the word i forgot to like describe how like because like when you ask some like someone it's like well like was life way back whenever like was it that much better or worse and they'll say like they were much more like it was much more i forget what the adjective is like the, the word where it just means like the environment is much more prone to just like oh fuck you died <laughs> yeah like due to not necessarily like war or like like you know man versus man conflict but just man versus nature conflict like oh fuck this i just got this disease oh yeah i'm dead you know don't forget what the word was but yeah yeah honestly a lot of times i'm like how did we even how did we continue as a species sometimes we will be fucking man it's just too much fucking true true people were just born to survive nature and then pass it down to us lovely people of which we are so intelligent sophisticated today (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah right (laughs) um but i don't know I've always thought about that, placing myself in historical context and see how long I would think I would survive in. But this one, I don't know how long I would survive in. Like, the inherent danger just fucking everywhere. Like, I feel like I would die pretty early. <laughs> I mean, you're... Tra- yeah, but, like, you're trained from birth to to know how to defend yourself and, and be a warrior, so... That is true. Like, if I was just dropped there now, I'm definitely dead for sure. But if I grew up with it, I don't know. I feel like I, I mean, have yeah, a... does it doesn't make it... Like any, I mean, it's so hard, but like the, uh, yeah, just like the, the pain is like, you know, like your pain tolerance would be a lot higher. Yeah. Plus like now, like even in a comfortable, you know, suburban lifestyle, I always thought weapons were cool and all that shit. So I probably would enjoy that aspect of it back in the day or try to make up a new weapon or something or just be strapped to the tits. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Cause guys like do have, we just kind of like naturally like weapons and stuff like that and and like and like warlike stuff you know yes yeah, when i see a grown-ass man with a shirt from express that's scared of guns i'm gonna slap you in the dick right <laughs> but no i mean i don't know <laughs> yeah that would uh, be really fun to go back in time <laughs> with a gun and just fucking just like change any part of history you want <laughs> Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, reload, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, if you can go back with like like any technology like that, honestly. <laughs> Man. Like, oh, no fucking American Empire. Boom boom. Ooh, I'm seeing this one article where it refers to Apocalypto's Mel Gibson's Mayan masterpiece. 
I like that Mayan masterpiece. And I just I love the the alliteration of Mel Mayan masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, alliteration is fun. I guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Or apocalypto in the exhaustion of culture. The exhaustion of culture. What is, is exhaustion? I think. Like, I don't like know. to exalt or like is praising it. Or? Exalt, exaltion. I have no idea. I've heard it. Mm. See, that's what I'm saying. I wish I would have sacrificed on the altar of Mel Gibson. The bloody <laughs> twist, twisted history of apocalypse. Yeah, but it's like the. To... Uh, this is kind of. This is what the fucking like as it's based on like the Aztec shit. Like guys, just 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 sit down and watch the movie. Like they're not saying that like the the people who like are live in these countries now or like like this is who they are like no it's just like guys just it's just a mismatch of folklore and fiction just enjoy it exalt us to raise the ring power and character apparently by the way that is a that is a good way to wait what do you say it was I said exalt is to raise and rank power or character i see so they're saying it's a good thing but i, I did like <laughs> your positive. definition i did like what you said how like it's it's a mismatch of of folklore and um fiction I, I would add to that like history yeah it's what history is folklore yeah, and fiction right. from the modern lens right but no. true uh, i mean i just how are you especially if like you're in your 30s how do you look at especially movies and be like mad that it's not accurate like what are you a child who gives a fuck yo what are you like actually mayan i'm <laughs> probably not yeah it's just like even like Mayan people, like I'm sure they're not offended by this movie. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Most people that are American don't give a shit about stuff like that. Like, you could be, you could have somebody go down and be extremely racist, or like try to hurt them, and they'll just have some like quote of forgiveness or something, or just some level of apathy, to some extent. So it's just like most people don't give a shit <laughs> about American. Yeah, actually, fucking fake sympathy. Yeah, there's it's just this whole false sense of like, yeah, of like, um, of just like apology for shit that like we never did, you know, like the, like the whole apology for slavery. It's like what the fuck, like, that was two hundred fucking years ago, like, and like you know, like how can you apologize for something that you never did? Like all it is is just to look. To be like, just to be like, mm, I am a good person. Like that's all it is. It's so bullshit. I, well, that one has more political implications, and obviously, it's not been you know smooth sailing since slavery. But I think that like the white people that like go out of their way to point that out every single time, it's just like they don't actually give a fuck. They just don't want people to hate them or turn on them. Like that's the, or they just have so much self-loathing characteristics about themselves. They just and they have to do it out of guilt. And it's just like, hmm. like, obviously, I don't feel like I need to apologize for it. Like, is you know, I, I don't even think my ancestors are even a part of it. Like all the all the Germans on my dad's side fucking came over after slavery, like in the like early 1900s and late 1800s. And they weren't even around in Nazi Germany. And then on my grandmother's side, they're all Mexican. So it's like I didn't even have ancestors that are like that. <laughs> in the american context <laughs> and like right. on my mom's side like, they're all from scandinavia and the north and like minnesota and that area and shit so it's like none of my none of my actual history coincides anywhere with slavery so 
right yeah (laughs) right yeah right and like you said like with the american sense like i'm sure like the cultures where they're like that the end like your ancestors are come from like at at some point in time there was something similar to that you know like it just it gets to a point where it's like like like, let's let's just move on you know like it's it's totally just like manufactured it's designed like by scientists to get people angry and just to you know like it it it, it does nothing good yeah i mean i mean there's talks of i'm i don't know i think it's good to learn the history and the brutality of it and and realize you know where people i think it's important so obviously the you know well yeah the but common it's, thing it's, is so history it's, doesn't repeat itself which it always will no matter how much you learn about it but that's a different story um, well that's the problem because like it's not like the actual solution being presented is like that's what's wrong and i think yeah. you know because I'm, I'm i'm not against like you know the the teaching of history obviously that's not the case right but the problem is um yeah like i, I know i just talked about this that how a lot of history can be twisted but it's like yeah i know that there was slavery in the u in the, in, in this country right but what they like fail to teach is that it's like well, okay, like you need, they, they, there needs to be more context given, and like obviously it's like yeah, this this was sad. Like we're not saying this was a good thing, but we what we need to say is that like this is something that was practiced by every human culture, like everywhere in the world, right? And like what makes us different is that we were able to actually get past this, you know, and that's why we're we're a great country, right? Like, but I don't like the way it's taught where it's like no, like we're we're just like an inherently like racist evil country and it just makes people like more angry and, and it's like and like people are taught like 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 black people that like they just they can't succeed i'm like what the fuck like do you know how bad that is yeah and like for people like, like that like like my, what like they can't they can't succeed like what the fuck you know i mean my thing there's always things that need to be changed about society to make it go forward so like Absol- it's not even like oh we're perfect yeah. and nothing needs to change but like my biggest thing is like the majority of that shit was from the fucking government it wasn't from like i think people are mistaken like like if they get mad about saying like oh we come from a racist country it's like it's the fucking government like it's always been them it's always been the shit that they've done like whether it was slavery and when we fought a war over whether it was segregation all that shit and it's just from them has spawned all of these problems like i don't even care because if 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 the if the conversation wasn't a white people thing and it was just like an anti-government thing I would be totally on board with that because that's actually what it is. So it's like you just take out the corruption that just it needs to be taken out. You get more money into impoverished communities that actually spread the wealth around, like you're needed for any good economy. So it's like I'm like I'm 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 more right for that shit. So it's like getting people that need help out of the situations than just fucking taking down the government as opposed to having racial discussions. Like there's racial discourse every goddamn day, it's and I'm not- tired of hearing it. Yeah, because I'm like, it's not a race thing. It's all fake. Like, it's so manufactured. And it's like, uh, always been a bureaucratic you know, thing. Always. Do you, um Do you know Jesse Lee Peterson? No. He's this. He's he's like this. He's really old. He's like seventy. He's this like black conservative. He's actually really funny, because <laughs> um a lot of the stuff he says. Like by modern standard, I mean, I I agree with everything he says, right? But by it's just so funny. Like he's he's so blunt, and like he just gets called like misogynistic and like a white supremacist. He's like, "What the hell? I'm black. Why you?" <laughs> I mean, yeah, just, and people just go the Uncle Tom route. So you know, it's kind of a which uphill is sad, thing. But, but I mean, I I don't care. Like, like I said, like I feel like most people 
don't need to be at each other. Like, cause, like you can have like people that have racial problems with each other. Like, you know, they, they shot obscenities, you know, across the mall or people get into altercations. Like that's all fucking, that's just never going to go away. People are going to be ignorant and fight with each other, but there are like legislative that's, yeah, and that, fucking that's like, natural to an extent. Yeah. yeah. Like if, I mean, that's, I mean, I know everyone says it, but that's why the government does that shit. They try to keep us at their throats or keep each other at, the, at each other's throats while they can just keep doing the bullshit they're doing for fucking hundreds of years. So it's like, that's what I wish people would get. Like, I wish people would stop right. choosing a political um... party to die on and realize that, like, no party is there for you. The government's whole existence has been for itself, for its own self-interest, and fucks everyone else. So I, I hope we can finally get... And I think more people are starting to realize that, but I just... I'm tired of the racial shit. I'm tired of the fucking gender shit like I'm, I'm just sick of it like obviously no one's living the way you're supposed to live that are fights on two sides of this argument so i just and i know people get mad about not well, choosing a side but like both sides really do fucking suck and the people that live the best lives don't give a fuck about either of it like you should choose to be more apathetic in that way because unless you want to fucking take down the government your activism does nothing in today's day i think they're just going to keep changing the laws and keep making it more covert it just doesn't fucking help well, I don't agree with you about the apathy thing, but what I was going to say about Jesse Lee Peterson is how, um, yeah, like he, he brings that up is that a lot, a lot of this, and he, he grew up under all the Jim Crow stuff and he, and he was on a plantation in Alabama and he was, and he was talking about how like a lot of the stuff that like, that, and like the way that like most black people think is all just like manufactured and it all just like comes from the government like telling them what to think because like he said before like the 1960s like most black people got married like they didn't hate white people like they just kind of minded their own business and everything and and they just they got they got shit done but then like uh and then like, like then he said like the government came along and they just kind of fucked everything up and then they used like this whole race thing is just i mean he's saying like yeah there was bad things but like pe people back then just kind of understood like yeah like I mean, yeah, like, like there was a, there was a racist, like evil law, right? Like holding back black people. Right. And which was, you know, and that, that was made by the government, but like people just understood, you know, it's like, well, like there's good white people, there's bad white people, there's good black people, there's white black people. I'm sorry, not white black people. <laughs> there's not white black <laughs> there's people. There's albino black people. Right. Yeah. And, and he was saying, um, he's like a big believer that he doesn't believe in like any ism, no, I don't exactly agree with him, but he says like, you know, there's no such thing as racism or sexism or any of this nonsense. He's just saying it's just good and evil. Right. And the people who make all of these concepts up, it's they're just forms of evil and they try to pass themselves off as like. It, it, I, I forgot exactly how he said. I mean, they're just labels of different types of. I think you need to label things for what they specifically are. But I don't, yet, I mean, maybe in their in in most people's heads now, it's like racism is the only thing they ever fucking think about every goddamn day. But but yeah, I mean, the government's right. always in this shit. Whether it's firebombing black communities or fucking spreading drugs in the cities or assassinating, you know, black cultural leaders like rumor the FBI and all that shit. They were so worried about the Black Panthers or anytime any successful you know black communities thrive the government's been the one to tear that shit down so it's like and like yeah most of them um, are probably all white but again like the white people that have the, the black suits, panther not the... thing <laughs> i do understand that though. right it is it is to get those fucking white people but, like... no but the black panther thing that is, i actually do understand that because like they were threatening serious fucking violence not the the older ones the newer ones 
I mean, like the old Black Panthers were way different. I'm talking about like, like I mean, obviously, no one knows if it's 100 percent true. But it's a rumor like Martin Luther King was assassinated by them. Fucking Malcolm X. Yeah, that. Couple that's a couple of other readers too. Yeah, I actually I saw this video about it, which I actually I might send it to you. It's 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 pretty compelling, the video itself. And it's basically how um right, like this whole civil rights thing was I mean, it's all like a scam, right? Not to say that there wasn't grievances and things to be, you know, corrected, right? Like legalized segregation, like we can all agree is like yeah, that was kind of bad and like had no reason to, you know, like there's literally like, no reason for it to exist, right? Um, but um, he was saying how the whole narrative and the way that we're taught to idolize Martin Luther King Jr. is 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 fake, and he actually like wasn't a good man, and he was assassinated not by the evil like uh, like racist oppressors that were that were like he's you know he was just preaching the truth and like they were just trying to suppress him like apparently you know that's not how that uh, that 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 they're not the people who killed him the people that killed him were like you know the people actually on his side were like all right you know we have this whole big plans to to you know like fuck up the country so we start with him all right we can take him out now we can take out mlk now because if he's if he's killed then this whole thing coming up about his character and his ties to communism that'll all go away right because he's a martyr no one will care right if he's a martyr that cements his legacy will everyone will love him right and if we get that going we can we can start fucking up the country more yeah i mean I, that's the other thing i can't stand when people it's don't believable. they don't have that nuance of seeing somebody as a flawed human being so it's like like no one i mean obviously I, the only thing that i know about Martin luther king was that he just love the ladies of the night but other than that like if he just was an asshole in his everyday life i i don't really care it's not something that like it's like separating the art for the artist so it's like you take whatever message you need that inspires you and then you just go away with the rest it's like everyone's flawed no one's a fucking martyr caricature biblical figure like it's just not how it goes and uh, obviously like the whole point like the point of killing martin luther king was not to like because he was a good or bad person, it's just because the the what he represented needed to be stopped. That was the whole entire purpose of him dying, regardless if he was a good person or not. But the other thing too, like with as fucking I, like they, or, the government would do sterilization experiments. Just wasn't, um, well, right. Yes. Yeah, like, or as I, as as I was saying, like he he was taken out just because, you know, the, he's done everything he's needed to do. He's uh, you know, we can kill him now. It's just. There's and there's just so many instances of the government just doing these fucking experiments and trying to fuck with the common public for years and years and years and years. That'll never go away. So I don't in get any I, human civilization. It honestly <laughs> blows my mind how people still have some trust. It's like you can there's proven instances throughout history, and most of those people are not even in jail. Some of them are probably still serving on a Congress seat somewhere. Like these fucking boomers are goddamn eighty years old. Like the fuck they're around yeah, they when this shit happened. Like <laughs> yeah. So it's like, right. I, I don't get how people have any sort of trust for the government at all. Like, people are like, why don't right. you vote? Do you look at history? Like, what do you mean, why don't you vote? Why do you fucking vote? Like, what are you voting for? You have no idea what you're voting for. Right. Like, this shit if still goes monarchy, on. Like, it just didn't go away. we wouldn't have to vote. <laughs> yeah, it's like, none of this shit went away. Fucking, you think we all live in right. harmony right now? Like, fuck off. I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know... I honestly, like, to an extent, 
don't care because like you know like i'm just minding my own business i can get the shit done i need to get done we can have this great podcast you know so there's a you know i mean until you can't though that's the problem i i understand that but it is just kind of a meme this whole like the government you know it's like (laughs) dude i don't know it's true man i mean like you since the beginning of our inception like there's always just been bullshit everywhere i mean obviously that's with everything but that's why I don't get understand people like, oh, well, there's people that are trying to change it and help it. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's too much. This, the machine is too well oiled. Like, <laughs> it's just not a, and like I said, you, like I know I've said before, until you start, you know, making car bombs and fucking start spraying, like there's nothing you can do until it just gets replaced with the next shitty round of people in suits. Like it just, it never, it's just never going to stop. So that's why I'm saying you just got to be more apathetic to it. Just fucking... Don't let this shit affect your daily life all the time. Obviously, until it becomes a problem. So, like, people are trying to prevent all this from happening, but there's just no way. It's just going to happen, so you just got to learn how to revolt against it or just play the game, you know? Whatever compromise you personally feel is better suited to yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, like, what you're saying about, like, Martin Luther King the whole like separate the artist like the art from the artist i i i do agree with you there because like um his whole like i have a dream speech even if it was apparently plagiarized or whatever it it does have a good message you know that we can all be like yeah you know like that that's a positive like there's no you know like when you compare that to like all the race stuff now which is just like this whole like f white people like you know and everything and it's like that's just that's not productive you know whereas like you look at martin luther king and how he's like I hope that like one day that, you know, the, um, the, the sons and daughters of slave owners will come together with the sons and daughters of the slaves and we'll forget our difference, like differences and we'll just come together. Like that's, that's something where we can all just be like, yeah, that's good. You know, and that's productive. Whereas now it's just all fucked. Who do they think that he plagiarized that from? I forgot who it was, but, um, actually like apparently it's legit. I need to go back and check, but I mean, um, this is like everything. Everybody plagiarizes something. No one's totally original these days. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them. I mean, I mean, he was pretty much just like an actor. But I mean, a lot of people in that field are. I can't really exactly blame him for that. Yeah, I mean, I I get the 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 point, like their point of view of like like there's totally like hardships that continue on to this day. So just telling everyone to drop their differences and sing kumbaya is a little condescending, but the the uplifting messages i think that are actually probably going to be the most useful is like the the people that are learning how to you know build businesses or you know invest in something concrete or putting money like black owned banks black owned whatever right so it's like you're actually yeah, and, up- yeah right because you're you're building your community right and you're being and like yeah exactly yeah, so like stuff Where's like you- that, I think is the most productive because like you can't really do much without money. I think that's the majority of people's problem if they're poor or they're also someone of color is like probably money. I mean, I feel like you have racist encounters, but you're probably struggling more financially than you do have racist encounters. Um, Even like people of color, like most ethnic peoples like do well. And by the way, in like, in like cities, not like black people as a whole, like the actual like marginalized communities in the inner cities that are predominantly black. So I'm not going to be fucking caught off for that one. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So it's like putting money right. into impoverished communities that are black to actually uplift, like I said, black owned businesses, banks, financial institutions, whatever the fuck, right? 
So ex- actually They've putting money back in. They've done that and it hasn't in. worked. <laughs> hmm? They've done that and it doesn't work. It doesn't work because it's not on a larger scale and most people don't want to learn how it to is do on that a shit. Large, no, it is on a larger scale. But the problem is just like the, like the way that like people are taught in school and like just the messages that like a lot of because a, a lot of like black people are just sold that like victim mentality and they, they, they just they don't learn personal responsibility because of like poor family structure and everything like that. Cause like the whole like like a lot of black banks like there have been a bunch there's Black Wall Street but like the problem with like all these black banks and everything, is that like, they, like, couldn't even get like you know because the reason like, like black people get denied for loans more often because they just tend to not like it's not racist it's just because they tend to not pay them back right, and that that's the thing because like all these black banks opened and then they just did business with black and none of the black people paid them back so they couldn't even keep the business open well i mean that's not what i'm trying to think of this perfectly described it uh, like the i mean just the, the whole credit system in general is just fucking stupid so it's like yeah like most of the time if you try to have people that don't have that much money borrow a lot i mean makes sense that most of them are not going to pay it back I'm saying, like, I guess black-owned banks was a bad example. Just any sort of, like, business opportunity or just money in the infrastructure. Like, most of the time, like, the infrastructure in these parts is awful, and there's no opportunities. That's why most people turn to crime or drugs well, or something else, because there's no fucking opportunities to do anything around here. It's just so prevalent, and no one gives a fuck. Like, the city doesn't actually give a shit because they need them. They need that. They need the fear of the other people that make money to vote for them. So it's like they're they're never going to solve this problem, so... But my point is, it's like, you have to be financially independent to do anything. Right, but, like, lots of these can just be solved by, like, personal choices and just, like, letting go of, like, resentment and victim mentality, right? Like, I mean, if you look at, like, like, black people that, like, come from Africa, like, they they look the same as black people here, and they do ten times better, right? Yeah, but there's so many different cultural differences and infrastructure differences, because not, like, you look at a lot of places in Africa that don't have good infrastructure, a lot of those guys get sucked into the fucking militias, and a lot of them, they're still fighting and killing each other, like, even more worse, like, well, you, they, there's a school in Kenya that can get 200 kids shot up, for, like, you know what I mean? Like, it just depends well, on where no, you I are. I mean, when they, come, when they come here, I'm not talking about in their countries, I'm, like, immigrants typically do well in this country. I, okay, so, I, I feel like it's just it's just attitude, really. That's all I think it really is. I mean, I I know that there's other factors, but it's just generally speaking, like these pro like the, like lack of opportunity. It's like there's there's opportunity. Like, this, have you seen the country we live in? Like, there's always going to be work opportunity. Not where they live, though. Like, there is opportunity in this country, but you have to have money. You it is it is very difficult to have a lot of opportunities. Well, what are you trying you to do? Money. You don't. Well, what do you like? What do you what like money for what? Money to just survive in the first part. Like, what? Like, do you really think? No, you li- don't. You can literally go to do trades. Like, it's it's not that hard. Like, oh, sorry, it's not complicated. Is what I'm saying. No, I don't think it's complicated to learn a trade. But like, if you have these massive, like, like you think it, like if it was just if it was just mindset, if it was just you just need to learn how to be more savvy and then make money for yourself. Do you think entire populations of people will be stuck impoverished? Like. Like, like sometimes yes. like it's just not possible to do things because of the situation you live. Like if you're struggling to fucking eat, if you live in an area that's awful, everyone's just going to take all the nice shit that you have and it's hard for you to get out. Like it's just, 
there's just so many factors I can't even think of on the top of my head that is stopping you from yeah, succeeding. You, you can also just move. Like, you can literally just... You can't just move like, if you don't have any fucking money. Yes, you money. can. No, you can't. You, you can't can just move. Are you going to move to another shitty area? Out. Like, no. You can't just move to a better area if you don't make more money. Like, yeah, but you can literally just move. Like, and also, like, a lot of these things, like, they aren't temporary. And, and the other thing is that a lot of these, like, inner city, like, black people, they just, like, they, they, they're not good with money, right? Like, they just, they spend money on shit that they don't need. Because right? the fucking like, school, actually... The education system's awful. No, like even like in good schools, they barely right, teach you how to be financially that, independent. So it's like the education right, is awful they teach in these them places. That, they yeah, because they teach them that victim mentality, and a lot of these people like they don't have fathers, right? And that completely fucks kids up if they don't have a father, because they don't have that person to teach them how to do shit like this or anything, or just give them common sense about yeah, or like you know, like because like if you have a dad and he has like. Like, he doesn't need to be, like, rich. Like, if he just has a job that it's, like, yeah, it's just something, it's it's nice to the community, it's, like, bam. Wow, like, that that's a model for the son to work off of, and it's, like, it, it's instantly, like, b- better for the for the, for the the kid, and then it turned the family, and then it turned the community, and, it, you know, like, it, it's just, like, that's really where the problems are. I agree. It's partially mindset, but, like, if you look at every sort of awful area, what are the things you see most there that's around? You see liquor stores you see cash checking places like a lot of shit that and like everything is like they do heavy advertising li- for gambling too so it's like in every there's shitty liquor area stores in, in in rich neighborhoods too yeah but not on every fucking block corner you go to these places there's like a liquor store in every strip mall you go to the like suburban places there's an abc store once every couple miles like it's not in a condensed area like it is in poor places and it's for a Actually, fucking yeah. reason okay i do agree with that. you know what i'm saying so it's like there are a lot of different factors besides just your attitude that can keep you from getting in your situation and you know you can't just fucking move to another area because if you don't make more money yes, you're just gonna you move to a shittier area another shitty area because if you can't afford to spend a thousand dollars on rent where are you going to move to that's even nicer than that, than the place you live in? You could just fucking live in your car, save money, live and in then your car eventually and save get money. there. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, you sometimes, sometimes you just have to make sacrifices. I'm not saying that who, for whoever has to do that, it's good. But it's just like, it gets to a point where you just need to stop all of this fucking resentful attitude. And you got to realize, all right, if I actually want to have a decent life, I need to give things up. You know, at least temporarily, like it's, I'm not saying like, you know, cause a lot of these people in these situations or we talk about like income inequality or whatever the fuck, like a lot of these things, it's like, yeah, a lot of that comes from just people, like, you know, the people move in and out of the like brackets all the time, just from like new experience learned or people like they're at the beginning of the career or at the end of the career. It's, it, it's just bullshit. I mean, I guess, like, all these factors prohibit you from actually making good decisions. So it's, like, unless you just have the savvy to you already, like, not... That's why, like, people are just stuck in that rut. It's easier to get sucked into a culture that, you know, glorifies all the nonsense because there's no better alternative. And most of the time, like... Obviously, no, there is better alternatives. What I'm saying is, like, it's hard to... It's hard to figure that out once you're in that scenario. Like, once you're in that lifestyle, it's hard to get out of it. But that doesn't... I I know it's hard, but that doesn't mean that it's okay, and it doesn't mean that like no, that's not I mean, what I'm saying. What I'm saying it, like that's the just... factors of why it makes a lot of like that's why like in every and this is not even like in one city. This is like in every major city. You think in every major city, 
they're not like, oh yeah, this is all mentality and this is why you're stuck in your position. Like, no, there is institutional reasons why like it's never going to get any better there's always going to be a major disparity of wealth in like a poorer society it's like that pretty much everywhere in the world like i don't like how do i put it like attitude can only get you so far and obviously some people figure it out some people can come from the projects and be a billionaire and just whatever they do whether it's entertainment but like that's not the majority of people it just isn't yeah but the other problem with like a, a lot of um like and and problems in like inner city black communities is like people that come from those areas that end up being celebrities and, and millionaires and, and whatnot like they don't like it invest in in the communities they come from and they and they, they just spend it all on vice right and that doesn't help at all either that's not true i can think of like a million rappers in the back of my head that like open up businesses and try to put money back into like just the area like the even the neighborhood that they grew up in so like a lot of them try to invest back into their community well i'm saying is a lot of them try to invest back in their communities but it's hard when the infrastructure is so shitty it almost doesn't matter because there's just if you in, so, invest in it it'll get better like i agree that, i feel like hard. you need to invest in infrastructure invest more in actual education as opposed to this bullshit that they're teaching everyone now like everything just the maintenance of the roads maintenance of lights more opportunities more things for kids to do so they don't feel the need to get into drugs so a lot of these like a reason another reason why the mentality is difficult is because a lot of times kids get sucked into it very young so like, it's hard to break that, that cycle when you're like 12 or you're nine years old and you think it's fun to go sell drugs, just fun to go shoot someone. Like you're not really going to have that much sense to you when you're older. You're, you're going to have survival skills, but not much common sense or critical thinking. So I, I not common writer. sense, critical thinking is what I meant. Cause you have survival skills writer. if they're common sense, but um, how to be like a, just a functioning member right. of society. Right. Or like another thing with like, you know, like these areas, like with the infrastructure and everything, Right, but, like, something I noticed, like, in El Salvador, right, which is significantly poorer than, like, a lot of these places that, like, you're, that, like, we're talking about, is that, like, w- when you see those, like, communities and everything, like, there's dads in the home, the the moms are there cooking food, and, like, the, you know, like, the, and, like, the, the dads, like, they, they have, like, like, you know, like, they, they learn a blue-collar skill set, so, like, a lot of these things, like, and, and maintenance to houses, like, just, the, the people there they're just they're they're taught and like they, they learn these good values right and they and they and they'll learn to like take care of their houses and their families and like they can just do all this stuff like just by themselves like they know how to do all of like to invest in infrastructure and everything um and obviously yeah like the money thing is there but a lot of it is like yeah i mean it, it it's it's just like attitude and values yeah, but and, a lot and, of the times, like, like, like I'll say, I mean, recently you said it's changed, but, like, majority of the time, like, people fled the fucking country because of all the cartel shit, so it's like, if it really was that much different culturally, why did thousands of kids and teenagers and adults decide to get into the cartel thing? Because the government didn't give a fuck, and there's no infrastructure to fight like, it, so it's the same thing what I'm talking about. Obviously, it's on a more extreme scale, not that many people, like, no one's fleeing the United States because it's that dangerous, but... Yeah, but you can still, like, well, right, that, that, is, that is very true, but also, like, I mean... It's, it's just also like in this country, we just expect way too much. Like we don't realize that like air conditioning, running water and all of this stuff is not the state of the world, right? Um, so like there's just, there's less shit over there that they need. And that also really helps. And and I'm not saying like it, it it's easy to just give all this shit up, right? You know, 
like running water and all this shit. But it's just, again, like things like that, when you, when you can just look back at that and realize, yeah, you know, like, I mean, a lot of these places aren't really that bad, you know? And it, and like it, it really is just attitude. Honestly. I mean, like I just, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like you'd have a different perspective if you try to open your nightclub in the middle of Chicago and you realize how far it is and how difficult it is to actually succeed there. You know what I mean? Like try opening a business in these places You'll learn very quickly that it's difficult because no one has the fucking money to do anything. There's always fucking crime around. It's kind of dangerous for the most yeah. part. So until like you, you yeah, that's what crime, I'm saying. Like try to do that there. Crime and see drives how all of that. Crime drives all of the poverty and stuff like that because when all that happens, like values go down. Like businesses can't maintain themselves because they're constantly being robbed from. Well, that's what I'm saying. So how are you supposed to do anything? How are you supposed to build wealth in that community if you can't even run a business without the fear of being fucking robbed and shut down all the time? So that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's just difficult. It's just attitude and values. Like it gets to a point where it's like, yeah, I'm not going to rob a store or I'm not going to hold grandma at gunpoint, you know, like, like, I don't like this, this, I like this, 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 like left-wing concept that like every criminal is just like this innocent like aladdin type figure that's just trying to feed little shit like that's all bullshit yeah no that is bullshit i do agree with you there but again like it's so ingrained into the culture but not everyone is like that for that reason a lot of times a lot i'd say most of it's out of desperation but yeah i mean obviously you have people that are just fucking psychos they're just gonna run around and fuck shit up for no reason but again like you don't really give too much incentives for people that aren't like that to build up the community because it's so ingrained now so even if you try to do the right thing it's almost impossible because the infrastructure is shit there's no resources for anybody to do anything yeah and that's well that's like where it helps to have you know strong family structure and communities and churches that's another big thing because like if shit like this happens and like the Jewish communities, like they all look out for one another and they're like in, in small towns and everything. Like they all like they, 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 they you know, like, cause I, I'm a big advocate for small communities and things like that, because like when you do have those small communities and there's not as much like of these bullshit regulations that like, you know, because so many places have like different little things or whatever that makes them them. Right. And then when you have all of these like business regulations, everything like you know like that that is probably gonna affect you know like it'll affect this one area more or you know better or worse than this other area right whereas like if you just leave all of that fucking behind and you just let these people you know like because i mean a lot of times like these people especially in like this country really can like run their own little communities by themselves i mean you see this right like with the jews with like a lot of these ethnic communities that come here right um and when you have like those those strong units, like there's there's less like, you, you know, because like there's gonna be less crime in an area where everyone, just on average, like attends church every Sunday, just because like you know they all know each other, so that if someone commits a crime, like it just be like, yeah, th- like this is like a threat to the community, right? Because they all know each other, right? I mean, yeah, people that go to those churches are pretty communal, but I mean, there's still going to be churches in bad areas, obviously, for one to offer help and whatever the fuck, but it doesn't, it's not going to negate crime. Like, it doesn't matter if they're there or not. Not just the church being there, but people actually going there and having, you know, and, 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 and having that, that strong community and faith, right? Because, uh, yeah, there's, there's tons of churches I know in these communities, but they're not always really attended and whatnot, but. The places that I've been to that needed the most, like those churches were always full because a lot of the times like the church was like really the only resource that I could go to, like the food pantry. Some of them offered shelter. 
So yeah, that that's definitely there. So I mean, I'd, yeah, I'd say that there's a big strong um, community of churches in impoverished areas for that reason. But again, it doesn't help the problem. It helps like a few people that are living in those communities that want to do the right thing and they need an outlet and they need a safe place to be and have a strong structure of family community there if they need help. So that's definitely there. I've I've seen that firsthand. But it's just really just as a fa- whole. I mean, it's <laughs> it's more family structure because like well yeah like the the churches is one thing and that does help. Even though, like, I, like it just just not growing up with a father that like fucks you. I think it's not even a. I think it's just the the idea it of is. abandonment because like you can be raised by a single father and the fact that your mom abandoned you, I don't think would be too much different. So I think it's just the fact right, of like one parent just, leaving you for whatever reason. Right, like just lack of any father figure because they just they don't have that strong, like masculine role model. For, for lack of a better term, because I know Andrew Tate ruined that concept. Because <laughs> like I mean I mean oh, actual, boy. like I I'm, I mean like an actual man, not yeah. like the whole Andrew Tate, red pill dork like childish view of what it is to like I mean what an actual man is like. You do what you got to do, you help your community, you give people, you know you give people jobs, you 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 know like like that that that's what a man is to me, right. And and just the fact that in these communities you don't have that, right? Like, and I, I know you'd say like, well, it's it's because of um, you know, like there's no money reinvested, and then that that that's a fair point. But I just think that that really is the problem, and you and you can really like just you can fix it if 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 we just didn't glorify this like irresponsibility and everything like that, you know, because it it does no good to anyone. I think realistically, we're at this point now that it doesn't even matter because you can literally have every single person in that community right now. Just if you were to wave a magic wand and say, all right, everyone stops glorifying the victim mentality, stop glorifying the streets. And now it's time to actually do something. I still don't think it would be in a better position because, like I said, there's no resources and like they haven't been taught the right skills to succeed in life. So it's like even yeah, now it'll it's, take it's fucking a- decades. <laughs> Yeah, but it's hard to just just say that, you know, because like there's people are so ingrained with like, you know, like the the shit that we're talking to, like people are so ingrained with whatever they teach us. Like it's hard to just be like, hey, this is actually how you do it. Like you really think they're just going to like switch like fuck no. What's what, what my point to be exaggerated was like even if everyone had the right mindset right now, flip of a switch, it still wouldn't get better. Yeah, but also like like I said, like they've already tried like they throw money on like the war on poverty all the time and it never fixes the problem that like ever because it's not designed to be an actual fix it's not designed to fix it it's designed to be performative and honestly to just look good on your taxes or to you know like embellish money or money launder like it's not designed to be the government is not interested in uplifting communities at all (laughs) they need the disparity of wealthy and poor they need the fear they need it literally to survive as a unit (laughs) But like they still have programs. They need voters. Like, they need all this shit. Give, yeah, but like they still have programs that like they give food and whatnot and and all that stuff. But, I mean, yeah, people do rely on those, like, but it's not, it's not going to get them out of their situation. It's just to keep them alive. Right, and like the money goes to all the projects and stuff like that, and that that's never works. Again, because like I said, they're not designed to work. It's all abandoned on a broken yeah. knee. It's just like you're building a school in Africa. It's just like it's abandoned yeah, on a broken it, knee. I mean, but like the reason I really believe 
like all this stuff and the way I do is just because I, I look at the example of like my grandpa. Like he grew up dirt ass poor. He had to hunt ducks to feed his family. Right. And his dad died when he was 11. And then his mom had to end up go living in government housing. Right. But then eventually he just kind of like he could have had that same mentality, the same exact thing. Like he didn't really live in like a nice area, but he just kind of was like, you know what? Like, I just I got to do what I got to do. And like, for, you know, for, for the for the sake of my mother and, and, my, and my siblings, like I'll, I'll you know, I'll just I'll get my business done. And, and he he be he he got up out of the out of the like that kind of working class and he eventually like he he was very successful you know like he's the ideal like like american dream kind of guy you know i feel like those um, people are far and few between because like you can have two types of people that don't want to live the gang lifestyle and they want to do things the right way so you have the kind of people that can have that mindset but they're not good at doing shit because they don't have resources to help them get to where they want to go. And you have people that are smart enough like, to figure out what like, they need what to do to work mean, around though? it. Like they don't like anyone can go to trade school. No, not anyone can just something. go to trade school. You still have to have money or you have to borrow money. Or if you're lucky, if you're smart enough, you get a scholarship or grant. You can't just go to trade school. If you don't have money, you have to be Certain lucky. Jobs, to do that. I'm sure they let you do it, but even so you can just work save some of the money to pay off the shit like it's just yeah if you get approved for a loan anyone can just do it no not anyone can no, do it. no i'm not talking about a loan i just mean you're saving up money by just delaying certain gratifications like people think that like all these expenses like you need like you really don't right like it's not hard to save money it right. is if you're and struggling then, to fucking survive and all your money goes to survival. You can't save any money, especially with things getting the cost of living ever getting more expensive. So it's like it's more difficult to survive on whatever job that you have. Like people are working right. multiple and jobs why, and can barely survive. So it's like they don't have the money again, to eat. Again, you need strong family. Everyone has fucking money to eat. That's bullshit. But the problem is like that's that's where strong family structure like that. That's just it. it's ever so important because like when you have that it's like fine if like you're working at mcdonald's for a little while because you can save that money eventually up and and do whatever it is you end up needing or wanting to do right but like and and i and i i know it, it's hard because a lot of these people don't have fathers or mothers or any or you know or, or these you know connections and, and and whatnot but it's like eventually you need to make the decision you know, like as as men to be like, yes, we need to be fathers and we need to actually do what is needed of us, you know? Yeah, I'm not denying that all Which like being a father very, or whatever. It is very hard to teach that if you like I, I like outside of just the like someone's father themselves telling their kids or like it's very hard to like tell people in like a, you know like in a school set i i don't i, I, I mean, people don't I, listen I, to I, their fathers all the time you have people that with like a mother and a father that still like resorts to this life like being not having a father does not inherently make you be a degenerate and like, yeah, like people but you're still like like listen fucking, to parents all the time yeah but you're still a fucking bajillion times more likely to end up joining a gang if you didn't or, or end up committing violent crimes or in jail if you didn't have a dad like it's pretty clear that that's a problem yeah, no, it's a problem, but it's like just having a it's dad a is not going to be the fix. <laughs> like, especially nowadays, like realistically, like like I said, now that it's so ingrained into the culture, I don't think growing up with two parents yes, is really going to do anything anymore. Like, it's just you have like, it's just like yes, the mentality. Like, it's also have, the lack of if infrastructure. You grow, 
if you grow up with two parents, well, also like two good parents that like, yeah, they might not have had the best hand, but they're like, yeah, we want to give you the best hand. Like that, like that's like almost guaranteed to work out. I don't know. I just, I just don't think it'll ever get better, whether it's people with families or not, because of the way that everything's well, just a, getting more. But that's expensive. not a good way to look at it, because it, it can be fucking better. It can be. It just won't. Like I said, because the government's just not interested in letting that shit happen. They're just content on making everyone's just, life you, more fucking difficult, to where it's just not because even you possible. don't need the fucking government to do this shit. They'll just fuck. Yeah, you don't up. need them to do it. They just autonomously make your life more fucking difficult. They force your way into all the shit with all the all the red tape and all the mitigation that they do and all the shit like it's like yeah you don't need them to do it they just do it themselves anyway they they take it upon themselves to fuck life up for everyone else right but like it just gets to a point where like if we want to change shit or if you if you're in a community like that where it it gets to a point where you just need to make better decisions and like you're 100% of the time able to make that like you're able to make better decisions and when like you do that other people might see you they'll start doing it and so on and so forth you might be able to make better decisions but that doesn't mean it's going to work out for you every single time like that's like you can make all the great decisions it's never going to work out yeah but it's not going to work out for you every single time anywhere like shit happens but it's like you're always capable of putting yourself in a better position or sorry, like like just just choosing the best thing to do, to make sure that that doesn't happen. Or if it does happen, be able to move like get 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 that past and and move on. You know, because I mean shit happens to me, but yeah, it's but like life does not happen as much to you as it does to someone that's like more living in the inner city. Like, yeah, well, how do you know that? What do you mean categorical? Because you never had to worry about money in your wrong, life. You you grew up not ever having to worry about money. That's ever. not fucking true. That's not fucking true. There's a time where you thought that you were gonna have to struggle to make money, or like st- like your family struggled to make money and didn't know if they were I gonna was... have to fucking like live in another area or have to just pack up and move to somewhere they weren't ready for, or just anything. Uh, we like had losing to... jobs and shit. We had to do that once. My dad got fucked by some of the people at his job. We had to move out. So you had to move to somewhere that was less expensive, but you still had some money saved up, and then you can just go to the next part. So you have like resources available already. Made good decisions from my dad. Sorry, from his dad who made good decisions. From his dad who made good decisions. From his dad who came from all the way the fucking other side of the world, who literally fought in a war and saw all of his fucking friends die. Came here with fucking nothing and was discriminated against from the fucking annoying anglo class of people that were here (laughs) in new york yes because a lot of that was yes that was absolutely a thing no i know i'm just that was funny way you said it and he didn't fucking complain he just did the shit that he needed to do and it worked yeah because he's smart enough to figure it out not everyone's gonna be smart enough to figure it out even if they make good decisions that's my point like it's not the end all be all like, if you're able to do that, then yeah, it's a waste if you don't fucking get yourself out of a hard situation. But sometimes you don't have a choice. Well, like, what do you mean, though? 
anything can happen to you. Life can just happen to you. Or it's like you make all the wrong decisions. Someone just come down the street and fucking rob you and shoot you. And then you're dead. It doesn't matter how many poor decisions or good decisions you made earlier that day. Like life just yeah, fucking happens doesn't... depending on where you are. Like it's it's more of a risk for you to have that happen. Yeah, but in if a poor that place doesn't it happen. Here. Yeah. But if that doesn't happen, you can still make your life better when you're actually living. Yeah, you can always make your life better, but the the, my, the whole yes. point that I'm making is like how easy and how difficult that is depending on where you live to make your life better. In those places, in those inner cities, it is fucking difficult to make your life better even if you do make the, all the right decisions. That's my whole entire point. I'm not, I'm not it's not saying all mentality at the end of the I'm, day. It kind of is though, because like I, I know it's not easy to, to do this, but it's just, like I said, it gets to a point where you just need to stop doing fuck shit, you know? I'm not talking about the people that do fuck shit. I'm talking about the people who are trying to get out of that bad situation. It's like it's it's not it's just so like more I said, than just difficult leave. for them to do it. No, you can't just leave. If you don't she have can. more if you what are you not getting the concept if you don't have more money to move to a nicer area, you're just going to move to another area that's like yours. You can't just move to a better place if you don't have more money. Like I said, you just, you could go to like a fucking homeless shelter and they could help you. There's resources there. It's not. They're so overcrowded like, and you don't get to stay that long. It's such a like you're lucky. If, like you see those lines of yes, homeless people. Yes, you do people. get to stay pretty long. No, you don't. Yes, you fucking no, you do. Don't. I've yes, been. I've worked do. in them, dude. There's lines of people, and if you're not there by the time they close their shit, or like you could be waiting all day, and then they're filled up by the end of the night. They do not. They're not able to house every single person that comes in off the street. You're not. Like you do not stay there for an extended period of time. I've I've worked in these places. It's not like that. It really isn't. Like, all right, then it's like first come like first serve. Church every like there's, night. There's always somewhere that'll help you. There is, not, but there's just, just so many fucking people that need help. That's so what I'm saying. The infrastructure is not able to handle all this shit. It's so underfunded. The I'd like I said I've 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 had yes, donate my also, time to work at like, these places because they don't have enough help. Like I've dude, I'm telling yes, you. But like I said, like a lot of these people need help just because they made fuck shit decisions. <laughs> like 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 doing all these fucking drugs and joining gangs. How do you That's think they get into doing anybody. all that shit? Do you think they just wake up one day and be like, I'm gonna make poor choices? Like no. <laughs> they get sucked into it by everyone fucking around them because that's the area they live in. Like, why didn't you join a gang? Why didn't you fucking get that into that? Doesn't shit? fucking matter. That doesn't mean it's okay. It does. I'm not. You think it's my point? You think that's, that's the, the better option? No, it's not the better option. My point. My whole entire point is that the reason why this is not getting fixed and why it probably won't ever get fixed is because the infrastructure and the resources are always going to be shitty, no matter how much wealthy people try to pretend to invest money into these communities. It's never going to get better. Because it's does not it's yeah, designed not like, to. It doesn't matter what your mentality is or not. There's too many people that have shitty mentalities. They're gonna fuck your life over and make poor decisions. And yeah, you might be lucky and be smart enough to get out of that. And there are people that do. That's the American success stories. But that's not the majority of people that get sucked into this lifestyle. It just isn't. Yeah, because they get sucked into this lifestyle, and you don't have to. Like it doesn't have to be that way. It, you're right it doesn't have to be that way but it is that decisions. way it is that way that's the reality of what the shit is <laughs> right and like you can just stop this by just not doing that and like by just not having because <laughs> well, it's really that simple and like you need to it isn't like, that like, simple you, you could get sucked into it and like or you lose your life like there's like, there's not every 
like you think that like, most people like just get sucked into the gang style that don't obviously there's some people that like it because they glorify and they just generally think it's exciting or they think that's just the way they're supposed to live like most people get like sucked into it by accident it's like there's like they just can't escape that life or it's like instead of them jumping you you have to go move drugs for them now you know what i mean like it's just there's just so much well, shit against joins. you then you yeah, lose your life you're joined. dead then leave what do you <laughs> What it's you... a f- it's fucking America. It's not like this MS thirteen in like fucking South like Central America that'll just hunt you down. Like, just go somewhere else. We're not glued to these like they like. If it was that simple, if everyone can just move, like more people would do it. It would like more people don't feel like they're st- no, they wouldn't because people are stupid. <laughs> And they're taught not to do that. They're taught to just be bitter and resentful. Who's te- like? Do you know what you know the shit that they teach in public school? You know what I'm talking about, dude. In inner cities, like they can't even get a fucking word in. Like no one, like <laughs> no one's doing anything at those schools. They're too busy arresting people there. Like, like. There's no learning of anything that's going on in those types of schools. They're not taking fucking, you know, they're not taking women's studies classes, like, for sure. Like, they're not even paying attention. Like, it's just, it's a fucking uphill battle. And the schools don't have enough funding to, like, barely have enough desks in the goddamn classroom. Like, it's just, like, it's, it's just not as black and white as you're painting it. But they get plenty of funding. They don't, though. You ever see these fucking schools? They don't get plenty of funding. No, majority black districts like the public schools get more money on average than like the than like majority white district schools how in the world is that possible how do they <laughs> i mean it's because you see they the state of the buildings even like, the buildings just... are even shittier like that's what do you mean that yeah because like they don't know how to fucking invest the money all of it goes to the wrong fucking places like you see a lot of it'll just go to like salaries for like administrators and shit like that i mean yeah no shit and money's never allocated correctly that's again that's an infrastructure problem that's what that's the point that's like part of the point that i'm making the money never goes where it's supposed to go and it makes it harder for everyone else right but in these like in these successful communities like all the money like is invested correctly yes it's infrastructure investing money in education roads Recreational programs, whatever the fuck, it's all infrastructure that falls under the umbrella of what I'm talking about. No, but like the money is there. It just like like it's it's not like just oh give them money. Like they already have money. It's because they have it's money. Doesn't mean, like you said, they're allocating places. it correctly. You can have money. Throwing money at a problem is not going to fix it. That's what I'm saying. So that's like when you say like well like they need like to 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 like. They need like more investment in these communities, and it's like okay, no. Let me clarify. My point is, they that. need better allocation of investments and actually build up that's gonna move money around in the economy correctly, not just throwing money. That's not what I meant. I'll, let me clarify yeah. that. A, a proper like, allocation of investment, right? And stuff like that comes from strong men who become leaders and decide, yes, I want to help my people, and I'm gonna figure this out, and it can be done. No, I'm not arguing that it can be done. I'm arguing that it's not going to be done. <laughs> I think it can be done. I I mean I, I I try to be an optimistic person. 
even though like in the age we live in now where it's just so like we just constantly hear about just some bullshit on the news all the time it's so hard to escape from you know like literally at, at work it's always just like hey did you guys hear about the shit on the news i'm like can we stop talking about this yeah please? that's what i'm saying it's just more apathetic it's to it now. so it's retarded like, yeah if you if you care about it, it literally takes off years of your life so you just like fuck it just let it go just do what you need right. to do and try to protect yourself and try to invest in your own growth that's the only way to get out of all the nonsense of the dumbasses around you the government people trying to hold you back everybody that's against you like that's the only way you just kind of learn to survive yeah and you could totally do it i just have <sighs> no tolerance for like just bitterness and resentment and victim mentality like it's poison it is absolutely poison yeah it totally doesn't help you it's like any anytime you hold on to any grudge or hold on to any negative shit it just all it does is kill you more over time yeah i agree we're, we're in agreement there and you gotta get over yes, that shit. And like I, but again right. right and and i'm not i'm not saying it's easy to grow up in a shit area and then see right and like look over the fence you see this other area and it's so much nicer right like i'm not i'm not saying it's easy to to, to see that but also like that's jealousy right like it's just these people have more stuff than i have right and i'm not saying like it's it's not bad to just yeah like i just i i, I want to live in that nice area because it's just safer everyone's so you know like that that that's part of it but a lot of it also is that like these people are jealous of like the people in those communities because they have much more than them and whatnot right and that's why a lot of people hate jewish people because they just have more than them right um yeah i mean it shouldn't be really, resentful it should be more inspirational like figure out someone like, instead of getting pissed off like ask them how they fucking did it it's just, like trying to separate yourself from all that negativity yeah exactly right because like if someone like you know let's say like well when i'm rich one day because I, I will be trust me <laughs> like if, if someone comes up and asks me like i don't like whoever they are like they're like hey how did you do what you did or whatever like i'll tell them right and i'll, and I'll tell them like yes obviously i did grow up in this super nice family but from that, I was able to get these really good values. But also I can be like, hey, I know a bunch of these other people that came from like worse circumstances. Like like you were saying, like the whole um, like jealousy can be turned into like a motivational story. Like I, I was I saw this black guy talk about like he's like an entrepreneur and everything and how he was saying like, yeah, like um, he's, he's like when you look at like black people versus white people in America, he's like, are our communities much more fucked up? Absolutely. But it's like, if you look at it the right way, that makes us like tougher, right? And that makes us be like, you know, like we, we could totally like get shit done if we just redirect our energy and, 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 and all, all of that like power and it, like to, to, to helping our communities and everything. And I, I really resonated with that. Yeah. I mean, it's like, fun to dream, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just, I, it's, it's, it, it's just messages like that, that should be promoted. And like, it just... Yeah, like, I, I know you're saying, like, in schools, um, that, like, it's so hard to, like, maintain, like, this is, a, like, a, this is, like, an all races. It's not really just, like, a one race thing. Like, it's, in, in public schools in general, it's very hard to, to, like, detain students and everything. But um, that also helps <laughs> to just discipline students. Because of... Due to my school, all the fights ended in handcuffs, and there's always people getting stabbed and fucking getting arrested. Like, it was just common. Right, but it's, like, the problem is, like, there's there's not enough of that to, like, just stop that kind of shit from starting in the first place. 
Um, I mean, like, yeah, there was some roughhousing at, like, the school I went to, but, like, people weren't, like, there's no knives being pulled out and shit like that. And no one probably got arrested, too. There's no actual, like, no. legitimate consequence for what they did. Because, like, you don't even have to, like, right. pull out a weapon. If you fight in our school, like, pretty much, for the most part, you ended up in handcuffs. Yeah, that makes sense. Unless the, yeah, te- like, like, the teachers didn't see it or whatever. Like, it was already done by the time they already ran through. And no one actually got hurt. Then I didn't really care. But, dude, yeah, we've had some crazy shit happen in my school. Uh, yeah, I remember you were telling me the Fuck. stories. But, like, yeah, like, this, the, the school I went to is honestly, like, if that shit happened... Be like, yeah, they're boys. Just, just let them do it. Like, whatever. <laughs> just let them kill each other. Like, it just, well, not kill them, but if they were just like wrestling and stuff like that, or roughhousing, it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I actually think that's why the, one of the upsides of Andrew Tate is the promotion of like trying to train for something, whether it's like a disciplined martial arts or discipline, working out, like any sort of, um, any sort of training in that regard. I think is good. So, I think resilience and discipline is a great you know set of ethics yeah, that you learn from martial arts and you gain more respect for things that is true and i think but there's patience a, but like i said about him before like there's just been other people that have said that 10 billion times better oh for sure but he's the one that's the most popular yeah. so like a lot more people have probably been inspired to do it right. probably for the wrong reasons but i think just the actual idea itself <laughs> yeah obviously the idea itself of like training your resilience and your discipline is great so hopefully the people can take his yeah, message like, and then actually apply it to better lives and they can get over the stupid juvenile bugattis and watches and crypto and bitches and just take that you know better with their life yeah because like when you when you're into that and all that stuff like i mean i wasn't really necessarily into that kind of stuff at that level per se but yeah. like you know like like yeah the, the more like resilience you learn and like self-control and discipline like you you end up just realizing yeah you know like i don't really need that you know need what like all all of that oh yeah like, yeah, yeah sorry yeah, yeah. Mater- material shit and whatever, yeah if you're content you know? with yourself you don't fucking have this constant thing in the back of your head that you need more you need more that every, every single advertisement just blown down our dicks every day yeah, like Mike Mike Tyson was talking about that how he like he was able to find peace and everything after having gone to jail and everything. Yeah. And and getting in all the fights and and, and stuff. Um it's, I, I always like to to hear when when people are like, "Yeah, I finally just I found that peace, you know." Yeah, it's like I'm stuck in this right now. It's like I've I've wanted a watch. I've never been a watch guy. I've always think they've not looked good. But, like, I really want one because I'm going to a wedding soon. So, it's like I did, like, fucking three days of research and now I have, like, a million watch ads. And I eventually got one. I probably um, spent more money than I needed to to just have a goddamn watch. You know, I have a clock on my phone. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I actually could have helped you out with that. Because I bought – have you seen the watch that I wear? No. I was actually going to ask you if you're a watch guy. I just didn't know if you were or not. I got. I, I did get yeah, a nice one. I got fuck, a titanium did... citizen. It's cool. Yeah, but how much was that? Uh, I think I paid, like, four sixty. Yeah, because the one I have is super nice. I wear it with all my suits. It goes so well. What is it? It, um, I don't even. I mean, it's it's Loreo is the brand. Loreo. I think it's just, it's just like probably stainless steel or whatever. I mean, it looks the same as the other ones, and it was literally like a hundred dollars, and it looks great. Yeah, I mean that's honestly. I think the watch is really more of a fashion accessory than it is a functional. Or actually, piece wait, of no. If you don't I, use I it. think. I think it was literally like fifty dollars. <laughs> is it like is it just like a standard battery? 
No, it's it's like it has that um it's not battery powered. It's 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 got that like it's automatic, it's mechanical. Yeah, me- mechanical, yeah. So like it just you you have to like reset. Like if you don't oh, you just wind maintain it. it. Yeah, you wind okay. it. It's it's really nice actually. I I like that. See, that's and why I got it, the the Citizen because those have the eco drive. So like if you literally like take it out of the sun for a little bit, this will outlive you and automatics are more accurate than mechanical watches are. So like literally I could have this thing and like my dad's had a Citizen since before I was born and the fucking thing runs forever. Never needs to change a battery and it's pretty durable and it's water resistant to a couple of meters. And the one I got's titanium, so it doesn't show scratches as much and it looks pretty sleek, so I think I made a good right. decision. Citizen's a pretty trusted brand. Yeah, those um Yeah, that's better if you actually like use them. Where for me it's just yeah, it's just yeah. an accessory. Yeah, you who gives a shit if it even like and that was my mentality before I got into like I'll just pick a watch that looks cool. I don't even care like no one's gonna like ask me for my time. Like they're just gonna go, oh, what is that? So it's like I don't even care if it runs. <laughs> I'm just gonna wear it. Dude, a suit without a without a watch is like a is like a boob with no nipple you wouldn't suck a boob with no nipple well who would <laughs> yeah I, I probably still um, wouldn't i'm not gonna lie <laughs> um but yeah but um, it's just like the mentality of like fuck and then like i didn't want to spend more than 200 dollars on a watch but then i just got heavily into them like and then i just went down the rabbit hole and it's like fuck man like i want it to be nice i want to, like my thing is like i don't want to spend 50 dollars on things that suck so i'm gonna get 100 dollars. like oh well this one's better for 200 well if i can get this if i'm gonna spend 200 might as well spend 400 but i don't want to spend less than more than 500 so 500 was my total cap it's just like i hate buying things that suck and break on me so, so i'd rather spend a little bit more right, money yeah. and buy it once and have it for a lot of years that's that's kind of my thing like i don't need to spend 1500 dollars on a watch i just want to spend one that's gonna last me for fucking ever and it looks nice so i think like that 500 tier is perfect i guess i didn't need to spend it but i did because i felt like i needed it (laughs) but i don't actually need a watch i'm not even wearing it right now i'm just staring at it in its case (laughs) (laughs) they're actually they're they're a decent investment actually because sometimes they appreciate if you you buy the right one yeah like if you buy a Rolex right, or a Tudor yeah. or any of that shit, then yeah, probably in a couple of years you'll make more on your on your watch. But it's not the case all the time. Not not on this one. But I don't think this one's gonna be an investment. It's just gonna be like a nice little heirloom if I can have it forever. Well, yeah, sure. But like from what I hear, the market fluctuates very often. So like, you could like literally check and like in one like, it one day like your watch will be like the price you and then another day it'll increase you know like some crazy percents oh okay i'll sell that you know yeah um i mean i only i only have one watch but <laughs> so you, how how often do you have to wind that bitch um i mean i only wear it when i so i wear it on sunday to to mass so, and then i wear it every time like i i go because every time i actually leave the house and i'm going to like something i always try to wear like a you know like those kind of spanishy just button down shirts i wear they're like a hawaiian shirt or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. i always try to work I, I always wear the watch in those contexts but that's not every day of the week i think it lasts like two or three days so you have to wind that it pretty be. much every week that you use it yeah but i mean yeah. I, don't, I don't really care because because like like i said like it's really just aesthetic because i yeah. it really does look sleek like you said well, the other thing, too, with mechanical oh. watches is that they require more maintenance years down the road than automatic ones do because they have less movement in them. 
True. So that's the other but reason. That's like, I just want to get an automatic yeah. watch, and automatics are cool because it's a spinning rotor. So as long as you like move your wrist or keep in motion, it'll keep charging the power reserve. But again, like you have to get that serviced every couple of years, I'd imagine. And it's not as powerful yeah. in the power yeah. reserve, so that's, that's why I went with the solar system. Because if that is technology for forty years, it can last months on end, and they're the fucking most accurate watch on the planet. I swear, besides right. Rolex. Right, yeah. Trust me, um, I've been doing a deep dive of this for fucking a week. It's really stupid. And I hate it now because, like, now if I go on YouTube, it's, like, all the shit I get is, like, watch videos, watch ads, fucking, like, goddamn it. That's the algorithm. I know, it's so <laughs> annoying. Um, why didn't you ask me anything about this? I, I didn't know if you were a watch guy or not. I've been so in my own little world. Yeah. I mean, now that I know that you got a $50 watch, that means you don't really give a shit, so I don't know how much your advice would have helped me. <laughs> yeah, dude, trust me, if you saw it, I don't think you'd, that you'd think it was I'm sure it looks $50. nice, but, like, I'm such a, like, I'm such a, like, a functional person, like, I don't like buying shit, like, that doesn't actually, like, isn't well-made or, like, serves a good purpose. Like, I like knowing that I buy a well-made shit, so, like, I like, I like rugged, like, durability and reliability. That's why I drive a fucking Toyota. I'm not driving a... Me too, me too yeah. Yeah, so it's like, that's just my thing. If I'm spending money on it, I want it to be good. I don't want to, like, buy a bunch of cheap versions of something and then spend more money down the line as opposed to buying one nice thing once. You know, buy once, cry once. Unless you're not breaking your wallet or living without your, you know, above your means, then whatever, you know. Treat yourself every now and again. Accomplishments. Yeah, I... Right, right. Like, for example, I spent about $600 on a trench coat see i would never do that <laughs> but it but it's nice though you can and have it, it probably it forever if you take care of it it's not going to shrink on you it's not going to fucking fray that easily probably yeah my dad has had the same trench coat for like 20 plus years mm -hmm. like he had a he had it since like before i was born yeah yeah no i mean that's and, that's the whole point of why you buy nice things you can yeah, have them forever like the yeah right like the nice house <laughs> Well, that's harder to get. <laughs> well, that's more worth yeah. the, what you can resell it for than just having the house, I guess. Well, right, because a, a house, as long as like they all kind of more or less like they share the same functionality, I guess. Yeah, for the most part. You know, like if if you can pay for all of the maintenance, you know that that that's that's worth it. But, um, yeah, um, another is it. Do you have any investments in gold or whatever? I think I asked you about that. No. Okay. No gold for me. No silver? Nope, no silver. So I don't have any investments in tangible assets at the moment, which is really fucking stupid. <laughs> right. Uh... Well, I mean, you have all your music equipment. That's an asset. Yeah, I have. Um, I don't think I've ever sold any of my music equipment at a at a it's always been sold at a loss to get something else that i needed but i've also traded up and not had to spend you know shit more money so if i want something i right. can usually trade it for something nicer and i spend way less money so that is kind of what i'm doing right now but I, i'm not a reseller i don't buy things fix them up and sell them for a profit it's never what i've enjoyed doing plus it's too much time i'm already doing that at work so makes more sense for me to just learn to do that better and make more money on salary every year than to me trying to make a side hustle, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. Plus I don't enjoy um, it. I don't enjoy the interaction of selling and talking to people on my own like that. Cause it's really fucking irritating <laughs> dealing with people. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I was thinking about selling my third guitar just because I never use it. But I'm like, which one? Nah, it's that first one I bought. You know, the, but the classical. I, I, yeah, because I have two classicals. It's it's just the one that I normally use, but it's just a worse version of it. I thought you keep them in two different tunings. Um. Oh wait, no. Yeah, you did do that actually. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, yeah, more reason to keep them. But yeah. Also, I, I thought keep like them. they're nice guitars. They are too. Yeah. Plus, and you're also gonna like... get raped on the fucking market because like it's definitely a buyer's market. So a lot of music stuff on the used side is down right now. So it's not even doesn't even make sense to sell it at the moment anyway. Right, and also, I mean, it's not like a a burden to keep it here. Um, I mean, if you don't also, play, like, thought, you don't play it. But I think it's you know. Right. Um, no, but I'm I'm very happy with my guitars, like those two classical and my Chevelle. You did. Your Chevelle is nice. I like that guitar a lot. A Char- Chevelle, yeah, not Chevelle. <laughs> yeah, Char- oh yeah, but man, the the Charvel, I can't remember the last time I played on that. I need to play it, man. You should. I fell off on the on the on the electric. And the metal. I was about to say, you even got a looper like pedal. You got it. You're you're ranking up in the electric world. But even so, I I loved playing classical music on the Charvel. It sounded so nice. Dude, people don't so realize nice. you can play literally any genre of music with an electric guitar. You can manipulate the sounds so fucking much. Yeah, like just play it, anything. It, it also, right? It also sounds good more often than not. Yeah, especially with all the effects you can put on it. Right. Not to yeah. say that it doesn't sound good in classical, as effects do sound good in classical too. But it's easier to do that live with electric than you can with. You have to you know do it most of it in the studio or have good noise control if you do it with you know plugging in your acoustic. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm and I have my two very nice amps. Very happy with those. You know, like that's a whole like asset that I didn't even really think. Dude, I, I fucking had. hooked you up, man. <laughs> I fucking I gave you nice shit. <laughs> <laughs> you did, and I I really thank you for that. <laughs> and most My of like fish. they're all less than a thousand yeah. each individual item. Not not one thing I sold will over a thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. So I'm I gotta calculate the total value of my music equipment. You pr- I don't even remember how much this costs. Like, <laughs> I know the Char the Charvel was like nine hundred dollars. Well, you broke everything up into multiple payments. It's not like you drop you know loads at the same time. Yeah, but you. I mean, I have to think overall. Anyways, oh yeah, I would guess like you, the, the total investment. <laughs> I'm not gonna say your asset on here, but yeah, you you. I mean, you don't have that much stuff, but you have a good good like you have like any if you want to create a hobby or a, a living out of music playing out, you could do it. Yeah. Well, how much like would you say I have? I don't from, know. Like, the two classicals and then like the Charvel and the two. I have a Fishman and a Fender amp. What Fender amp did I get you? I can't remember. It's the Champion 50XL. Also very nice. Oh, that's right. I did give you that. That's a fucking cool amp. It is. Yeah. I love the effects on it. I It just... It really felt like... Dude, they don't make them they anymore. They, they shit-canned them, so... I would hold on to that. They should. Shit, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> the Champion's a great um, fucking amp. It's great practice amp. It sounds good. It's not as loud. I love those amps. Um, yeah, and when I played... Um, I remember, like, I started to realize, wait, a lot of this shit that, that, like, you know, tool, like, it's really not that hard. Like, I could play, like, the triad riff and the the reflection. Oh, dude, reflection. I love playing that. It's so fun. Yeah, you turn on the reverb and the delay and shit. Some phaser. It sounds cool. Yeah, and actually, now I'm saying that, I need to actually finish my one-man band version of that. (laughs) Oh, it's true. Yeah, you can loop all that shit live. 
because it was so fun. There, there were so many times when like I wasn't recording it and I would be doing it and I'm like doing it so well and it was so fun. And I would do the percussion too. Like I would just put the looper on and slap the guitar with the beat, like the boom. And it was so fun. Man, I need to start playing again, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, focusing too much on the money. <laughs> well, like I said, with what you have right now, you don't really need to spend much more money. You just need to play the shit you have. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm 100%. I have everything I need for music equipment. Yeah, man, for those listening, I'm not going to just upsell you. I'll get you good shit. I would so love a piano or a keyboard. Dude, even good keyboards these days, you can get one for less than $500, and it's pretty sick. Sure, yeah, I need to do that. And they Yamaha, come makes, and Yamaha and Korg makes great pianos. And you guys still have all those keyboards? No, well, I mean, I can order a Yamaha one, but... Um, oh, yeah, because I want to actually, like, test it first. Like, I want to see how it sounds and feels and everything. Well, get fucked on that front, because I don't have any. We don't have the space to keep keyboards, and that's why they're only special orders now. <laughs> about all those ones that you had like did you sell all sold them all oh, okay yeah the one the one you were playing last time sold specifically you should have got it i told you to get that one it's used and it was gonna go how much was it dude it was like around 300 or somewhere around there three four hundred you should have got it yeah i should have snooze you lose that's the one um, thing about the music equipment game if you don't fucking jump on it, it'll be gone if it's a great deal yeah like that remember there was that sweet 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 flamenco guitar that y'all had oh dude i have a sick one right now you should come in and play actually it's a german made one okay oh fuck of course i don't have time tomorrow because i'm 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 like totally booked tomorrow well we've had it for a bit but it's a german made classical solid and it's i think it's around like 2500 or something it's pretty penny but it's fucking great well yeah i want to just try it regardless but you got lucky enough to try that old Ramirez, that old flamenco guitar we have from the 60s. You played that one, right? Yeah, that was just fantastic. I loved how that sound, like just yeah. the, the the sound of the strings. Like it just sounds Spanish, you know? What is Spanish? <laughs> it's literally made in I, Spain. I know, but it's just, well, I know, but like just it's, you know what I mean by like it, that sound. No, it's, yeah, it's literally built, designed to do that. It's a great fucking guitar. Yeah, and the, and and my classicals, I'm very happy with. They have that, they have that similar kind of sound, but it's just not the same as those uh, flamenco guitars. Yeah, dude, not at all. Yeah, but um, yeah, music is a good investment. Yeah, you definitely even if you gotta learn how to do yeah, it like, though. Make money is hard in music. Making money is hard in music, but definitely have the means that, if you're smart enough. No, but that that that's not what I'm referring to per se. Just like it's a good investment of your money and time. Like even if you don't get any money out of it per se, but like it's just, it's a good practice. Oh, I agree. Good for you mentally. Good for you physically. Well, I mean, if you don't have shitty posture, <laughs> it could fucking give you arthritis right, and right. carpal tunnel and shit, but <laughs> you know, water yeah, under it's the bridge. A good, like yeah, investment, not necessarily in the, what you're going to get, like the return on the investment in the money sense for but your the return on investment of just, Right, and your well-being and everything, it's its very healthy and, and good for you. Yeah, I'm a fan. That's why I'm in the biz. Dude, we got to start making um some kind of like... We got to make some, some uh, fajol type shit, dude. 
I gotta get an accordion, and we gotta, <laughs> we gotta we gotta make some bullshit. I'm down to clown. But accordions, I can like I know there's like there's like the really big ones, and then there's the ones that are smaller and whatnot. You definitely they're not hard to play if you I feel like if you know since you already know how to play piano, just getting down the actual movements of the air compression, but that's not difficult. It's just you know knowing the key of notes that you have to work with. So I I feel like you won't be able to. It won't be too difficult for you to pick it up. Yeah, I want to I wanna try it. I mean, there was that one that y'all had, but it was really shit. Oh, like it smelled like an attic every time you blew out on it. Yeah, it's just... Dude, fuck that one. <laughs> yeah, like some yeah. of the keys were stuck and shit. I, I can't believe someone bought that. I told him, like, dude, this thing's rough. And he was like, I'll take you 100 for it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Fine, get out but, of my um, fucking life. Would y'all special order an accordion? Uh... I don't think we carry any brands that make them. I'd have to check. I I don't think so. Now, like, do you does like do you guys have to get like a deal with the with the brand or like how does that work? Yeah, because otherwise, what like you'd have to make you'd have to like you have to make the price more expensive if you didn't buy it at wholesale or if you didn't buy it as a dealer. Because it's always like that's how you make your money. You buy it at a fucking reduced right, price. Right. <laughs> that's the whole point. Well, <laughs> well, no, no, right. But like, how how do you like do that? Like, how do you get that? You just have to, like... So, some companies are very easy to do business with. Some require minimums. So, to do business with some guitar companies, like, they'll do business with anyone, but you have to spend, like, you have to order a specific amount, whether it's in dollars or quantity, every year. And so, if you hit that marker, then you can continue to do business with them. And sometimes they give you more price breaks on the quantity of stuff that you order. So it depends, but some brands are a little bit more picky. They actually like see what you sell in their stores or how you display the items. Sometimes they won't just sell to anyone or they're so back ordered that you can't even get their stuff and they won't take on new dealers. So it's, it just depends. Really more of the money is in the used gear because you have better margins. I see. So like you could like, you can get it, but like you just, you have to like, I assume you have to spend like a certain amount of money yeah, to get it. There's quotas. Right? You have to, like I said, you have to right, spend right, the minimum right. amount, and whether in dollars or uh, units per year. Otherwise, so y'all they'll are essentially you. right. So y'all are essentially like contractors in that sense to buy like materials and whatnot. <sighs> not really, because there's no con- like, like the only contract. You know, you're not doing a job. You're not. All you're doing is just buying shit. You're just more like... No, not in that sense, but like in the way that contractors for like construction jobs, like they don't pay... Like, you know, for like what I do, like paint, for example, like we go to Sherwin-Williams, like a gallon of latex would only be like like $15, whereas like for the regular person, it would be like $75 or something like that. But because we 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 put in we we spend like a certain amount of money, so it doesn't make you contractors for Sherman Williams, though. No, 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 no. But we're a contractor for like other people and whatever. Yeah, because you're you're doing actual work and contracts. Like it's not the same thing. Well, yeah, but that's I was asking if it like that's just what I was saying because like no, it's it's whoever different. It's contractor is getting their supplies from, like. To do the jobs that they're actually doing, the contract or whatever, like they 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 get those kind of things. It's because like they they make specific deals with the manufacturers, the companies that sell those products. 
And like right. I said, that you, I don't know if you if you guys have a quota if you have to buy a certain amount of paint per year to you know get that price. I'm not sure. It's 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 literally yeah, different with every company. It. It's it's hard to put a blanket statement over it. It's it's different with every. Now, right? Are there quotas for you guys for the companies you do? Oh yeah. Yeah, there's there's sometimes like we've had to like kick out or will not sell brands because it just didn't sell that year and we don't want to order another, you know, 30 grand of it because it didn't move. We took a chance on it. So it's like we're just going to try to sell off what we have and we're not going to buy them again. So sometimes like it's that's just how it goes. So hmm. the brands that we carry heavily, we're way past our quotas every year and don't ever have to worry about it because we're going to sell a shit ton of it. And we have bought a shit ton of it for years and have built a relationship. But sometimes you take a hit with these like new boutique brands because you'll have to. And and a lot of those guys are realistic. So they're not going to like you can't like if I go to a smaller amp company, they're not going to be like, all right, you have to buy 100 grand per year of amps. Like they make it more realistic. And sometimes they don't even care. They're just like order whatever you want. So it like I said, it just literally depends on the manufacturer and the company. Right. But Gibson's the fucking worst. um... Gibson is awful to do business with. Even though their product sells a lot, it's just not worth the hassle sometimes. But it has Fender. Fender is also kind of strict, but they don't give you as much problems. And since we've carried them for years, like we know our rep really well, so we're able to solve problems if we need to. Um, and their product also right. sells, so we also are not really worried about quotas because it sells. Right. Um. Yeah, that's cool. I wish I was in on all this stuff because I, I like all this business stuff. Well, you're gonna have to learn yeah. how to do that because when you, if you're, you're gonna have to buy stuff. Well, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So like it's it's just how it works, and it's more tricky with food and alcohol. I don't even know what it's like with alcohol. You have to be licensed to do certain shit. And I actually don't. I think in Virginia everything goes through ABC when you do orders. I believe, or I may be wrong on that, but it's a little bit more. Um, whatever the fucking word, red compartmentalized. No, that's not the right word. Fucking structured. I guess I don't know. Yeah, like in. <laughs> In Louisiana, it's much easier to do shit with alcohol. Oh, I'm sure. There's not yeah. As much... yeah, cause um, which is actually the influence of Catholicism, by the way. Most people don't understand that. <laughs> but regardless of that, like if like if I just want to like sell liquor, even wherever I am or whatever business it is, all I need is just a light, like a liquor license or an alcohol, and I'm good to go. Like it doesn't matter. Like all these zoning or like it's just you can just sell it because that's your business, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you, and it's also like, you can get it, you can get alcohol like 24 seven in, in Louisiana. It's a sinner's decadence. Or actually, I don't know about all Louisiana, but in, in New Orleans, you can like, they literally have drive in, like they have drive through daiquiris. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Virginia is tough. They don't fuck around with, with alcohol here. Like it's so regulated. That's from all the puritanical influencers. <laughs> Probably Commonwealth shit. Actually, I don't even know if it has to do with anything Commonwealth, but it's just how we are specifically in this state. Because like, no, there's no, no like, there's is, nothing like ABC or a... there's no regulated liquor organization in Louisiana, is there? It's just whatever. Um, no, I mean, I think that's just up to I, I've, I, if I had to guess, I think that's just up to whatever is like the local. Yeah, there, there's no state of... governing body for alcohol like there is in Virginia. Right, like, if you're caught, like, obviously, like, you know, it is still illegal to, like, 
serve alcohol to minors and if you get caught like you will get in trouble right right but, yeah. i mean not always not always but, i mean like the, um, the, like the actual regulations that businesses have to follow not just like what's with the law you know right like i don't think there is i think it's all just it's just a product like anything else you know if you just need a license for it i think yeah and then some um, but yeah dude have you had a daiquiri before yeah i don't mind them oh man they're so good <laughs> I love daiquiris. Daiquiri. Yeah, I think about the mixed string mojito is probably my favorite. Uh, yeah, I, I like mojitos. Mojitos. Very good. La Cuba. The best is piña colada. <laughs> I do like piña coladas too. And whiskey mules. Yeah, dude. Uh, what is that one? It's like a regular mule, but instead of vodka, they use whiskey. It's like ginger beer and lemon. And well, what's a mule? I don't remember what that is. That's, I'm explaining to you what it is. It's it's either vodka or whiskey mixed with ginger beer, and it has a lemon, and they usually serve it in a like a copper oh, cup. okay. It's really fucking... I don't mm-hmm. like vodka, so I think it's tastier with a whiskey in it. I actually like vodka. I mixed vodka with coconut water, and that was pretty good. <laughs> vodka. Oh, God. That would fucking make me puke. It tasted really good, actually. It was, it was, yeah. it was refreshing. It was refre- <laughs> vodka and coconut water is refreshing. It was, yes. Damn, dude. I mean, like, no, it's like vodka's not my favorite. In terms of, like, the... This definitely fucks me up the most is probably tequila, and I haven't had it that much. I love tequila. Yeah, no, like, because you know that there's the different kinds of drunks. There's, like, the beer drunk, and then his wine drunk is different, and then, like, whiskey drunk is different. You don't want to be vodka tequila drunk, drunk but, like, that fucking... Te- te- yeah, tequila drunk hits different. <laughs> You're fucking wild. Trust me. Yeah. yeah, dude, like, yeah, dude, Puerto Rico, like, one margarita, I was already, like, <laughs> Yeah, the drunkest I've ever been in my good, life man. has been with tequila, and that was a fucking wild night, so. I don't drink tequila heavily too much. I do like the taste the of only, it, though. Right. The only problem is, like, I drank, like, a bunch, because, like, the, you know, like, the, um, the Red Bull cans? Yeah. Yeah, they had beers over there, like, in that size can. So I just kept like keep them coming, and like I don't even remember how many I drank. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's why I'm yeah. trying just to drink less. I don't know the whole point. the The concept of poisoning my body slowly is just less appealing to me as the years go by. All right, yeah, I, I don't do it very often either. Um, but you know, we're about to get some tequila for my twenty first birthday. Oh god, yeah, fucking Mardi Gras, Jesus Christ! I forgot about that. That's a when are you twenty one? I thought October. I thought that was the whole point was we we're gonna go down to Mardi Gras. No, we we go down to Mardi Gras because it's Mardi Gras and we have to. But no, no, my birthday is on October. Oh shit! Well, in the tradition of getting fucked up, we'll get fucked up. Listen, <laughs> don't like some people do it. I mean, I'm not doing this, but like, don't some people like take twenty one shots of tequila? No, I wouldn't do that. That's just stupid. No, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm gonna do that, but like, don't some people do that? Maybe. I mean, I they probably have to go get their stomach pumped. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like twenty one. Yeah, because like of certain things, I guess it's oh, fine, like straight like, tequila? tequila. Fuck that. No, that that's fucked. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> I'm sure some people have the high enough tolerance to not die, but like, dude, you're definitely throwing up. <laughs> that's not a fun time. Oh yeah. Or like, yeah, vodka. Even that would be fucked. Yeah. Yeah, 21 shots of any hard liquor is not a good idea. Yeah, just do it of like, uh, 
Yeah, 21 shots of beer. That's, you could do that. That would, e- that would equal like one beer. <laughs> yeah, it's not that much. It's like drinking a whole bottle right. of liquor. It's like not recommended. Right, right. Unless you're yeah, fat as not fuck and you can drink a whole bottle and feel nothing. But I guess it's a slimmer majority of the population. Pardon the irony. Oh, if, if you're fat, it's it like alcohol is, doesn't affect you as much? I'd say for the most part. I mean, obviously, there may be some people that are heavier that have lower tolerances, but I feel like the heavier you are, it takes a lot more effort to get drunk. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I know that's so. how... It's like the opposite for weed, I know. Interesting. Because, like, THC binds to your fat cells. Huh. And if you're fatter, then it, like, binds quicker and everything. Crazy. Yeah. Even though most of the people I know that are, like, just, like, weed heads are all, like, super scrawny. <laughs> That's probably why, because they have to do it all the goddamn time. Yeah, true. I, that didn't something. occur to me. Yeah, but also, like, they, just, they eat so much and they're just skinny. I'm like, what? These crazy metabolisms. I know. They can't do that shit forever. Oh, it, true. True, 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 true. But... Dude, how the fuck long have they been smoking weed? For thousands of years. I know, but like, fuck yeah, what kind of question is that? <laughs> that? That shit like comes from South America, doesn't it? I think some of it naturally grows in the Middle East too, if I'm not mistaken. Or like Asia or something? Probably. I feel like wheat grows everywhere on this planet. Right. It can grow like an apparently any climate. Me- right, apparently Mexico has like the best climate and soil to make it. I don't doubt it. Well, that's why everyone wants the Mexican cook yeah. and, and weed. <laughs> shit yeah um fuck yeah well i think this was a it was a good episode yeah it's time apocalypto apocalypto um poor communities and tequila drunk hell yeah that's gonna be yeah that's gonna be the uh the headline oh hell yeah yep Dude, 21 shots of fucking tequila. Fuck, man. Here, we'll do that for your 21st. I'll give you 21 shots and we'll document the experience. No, like literally one shot. I'd already be like, fuck. I actually do want to see you. I've never seen you drunk. That actually would be really fucking funny. I would mess with you. Does getting tipsy count as drunk? No. Because I haven't really, I haven't really truly been drunk Well, many times in my life. No better time than your 21st. Maybe like, I don't even, probably like a handful of times. Not very much. <laughs> Prepare your anus, bro. Nope, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't oh, you dare. Will's passed out. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, what was Joke's the, on I you, buddy. Up. You're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> All right. Well, worse yet, I have something else. Hmm? I said, or worse yet, I have something else. Yeah, you never know. It's a mystery. It's an Easter egg. Look forward to it. I remember there was that meme where it was like, it was like, um, if AIDS is sexually transmitted, then who is the first one to give it? And it's like the government. And it's just like that Muppet, like, mm. like his eyes are like, oh, shit. <laughs> Nervous <laughs> laughter. Right. If it's Who is the first person to give it? Fucked. Nice. That's a, that's a great note to have a good night. <laughs> See you. Yep, see y'all. <laughs>
Later. Later. <laughs> Bye.